the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 and overreaction Monday here in the Ingalls studio. We're heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, the Sportsocracy. You can be seen everywhere live on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, get your overreactions in. Who needs to be fired first? Oh, good gracious. There's a lot of those. Uh, Ron <laughs> Rivera. Uh, bingo. Ron Rivera, uh, Brandon Staley. Bingo. You're both just... Which one is going to pull the trigger first? Frank Wright. Robert Sala. Nathaniel Hackett. Zach Wilson. Woody Johnson. Whoever takes tickets for the New York <laughs> Jets. Oh, you're... Yeah, yeah. You, you guys you guys aren't, aren't very good. You guys aren't very good. You know who else is not very good? Uh, my team. My team's not very good. Yeah, yeah your team is... <laughs> you're exactly what I tried to tell you you are. Oh, but we can win the division. Do you want to? What do you want? What do you want from me? We were taking on Mr. Perfect Brock Purdy. Come on. Mm-hmm. He looked like Mr. Perfect against you. He uh, was. But, he but, was. He was absolutely perfect. In the perfect game. But here's my big sweeping overreaction of the day. There's a whole mess of teams after this week that we could just d- officially declare D E D dead. Bury him. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Dead. Massively deceased. Without Joe Burrow. You have absolutely no shot. Sorry about your luck. I mean, you could try to play Joe Mixon at quarterback. That would probably be better than Than playing Jake Jake Browning. So, is Joe Flacco still available? Oh, wait, no, he's not. He's not still available. Oopsie poopsie, he's going to back up Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yeah. Uh, the Florida um, State Seminoles, D-E-D dead. No Jordan Travis? Bye. Yep. Your backup's not good? He's not Jordan Travis. Well, I mean. And you needed you Jordan are. Travis to have any prayer of going into the playoff. But we'll talk about that later. A team that's not dead mm-hmm. is the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, they're doing stuff. I mean, yay, you beat you beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Were you encouraged by yes. DTR? Yes. Really? I was. Okay. That that last drive was good enough for me to go, hey, that's that's just fine. With a defense that good, that's okay. You know what else made me feel that way? What's that? Looking at the Bengals and going, dead. Looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers, deader. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers, dead. Mm-hmm. New York Jets dead. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the AFC is is so much tougher, and there's so many teams that can get into the play. Is there really though? Well, not anymore. I like, mean, before it, but last there really? week there were. Well, well, well I, I mean, mean Cincinnati re- was not out of it. No, but we said you really need to beat Baltimore. Yeah, and if you don't, it's going to be practically impossible for you to get in. Yeah. 
thought they would do it with right. no Joe Burrow gone. Yeah, no, you have no chance. You know, so shot. I want you to tell me where I'm wrong. Okay, I'm gonna give you the teams in the AFC that can still physically make the playoffs, and you tell me, you tell me who I'm missing. Okay. Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, yep, Baltimore Ravens, yep, Cleveland Browns. Jacksonville Jaguars, yep. Houston Texans, yep. Kansas City Chiefs, yep. end of message, repeat the line. That's seven teams. That's, that's seven teams that can still make the playoffs. Uh, Who am I wrong on? You counting out the Broncos? Come on, oh, five and five. God. We're we're riding. Let's Ooh, ride. Let's ride. Oh, Russ is cooking. He's, he's just serving up some dubs. Do, do you know what their schedule is moving forward? Oh, yeah. Uh, this week, you play the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Next week, you play at the Houston Texans. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You still have a game at the Lions, two with the Chargers, and one at the Raiders. D-E-D dead. You've been dead. Now, the only thing you're doing is poking yourself with a stick going, hey, look, I moved. There is no bigger overreaction in all of football over the course of the last 72 hours than all of the Denver Bronco fans going, hey, we're in it. No, you're not. No, you are not. Already pulled wins over the Chiefs and the Bills. Well, and the, the Bills aren't very good either. The Vikings were a playoff team up until last night. Actually, are they still they, a playoff They still team? are. Are there, they really? There's two games separating Ooh. the seven teams that are making it in the NFC from everybody else oh, okay i mean except for your dog water division which uh, we shouldn't even count hey somebody's gonna win oh but should they yesterday this whole weekend was just gross i chose a great weekend to be out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> out of pocket just out of pocket does not matter i watched a lot of football yesterday just because it was drama right I, you had the drama all the way to the that did that detroit lions finish was phenomenal who didn't by the way did anybody not see that coming i kept hearing people say but the bears are gonna beat the lions are they though uh do, do you feel good about I that mean, because if you did like at it, any point i mean i'll be honest with you it looked like it three minutes to go in the game i was thinking well, there's a chance and you never at any point went Oh, yeah, it's Justin Fields. Well, I mean, of course, there's well, always that possibility. There is a bag here to be fumbled, look, and Justin Fields will fumble Look, it. I don't normally go around projecting that a team's going to score 17 points in the final three minutes of a game. It just it doesn't really happen. I'm glad it happened because it, you know, it serves that, it serves that Detroit Lions hype train that I'm all about, but... It was kind of a gross weekend. I, I so I was at a wedding. That's why we didn't have a show on on Friday. Uh, if you listened right here on ESPN Radio Asheville, you heard me on the Adam Gold Show, which uh, was that interview was conducted while I was staring at a hot tub that I was getting ready to get in. <laughs> uh, I found out about the Jordan Travis injury in a hot tub. Mm-hmm. I just looked up and went, "That's eh, about right." That feels that that feel, the year of the mullet is officially DED. Yes. It started with such great hope. And it ended with Jordan Levin, Jordan Travis's leg pointing that way and him pointing that way. Sad. Sad news. Yeah, sad news. I mean, you guys will 
you guys will still be able to win the ACC championship game. Um, I'm not so sure of that. Nah. I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm taking Florida this week. Does it really matter? Uh, we only have two <laughs> shows this week, so tomorrow will be a football Tuesday. Yes. I love football Tuesdays. They're my favorite kinds of Tuesdays. You know what I enjoy? Five days of not being in this room. Absolutely. That's, I am super excited about All that. All looking forward to that. And well. I have a brand new television that has to be mounted in my living room. Mm-hmm. You, love, what I you love, do I'll, behind your closed doors, I we love, don't want to know about. I, I love Black Friday deals. Yeah, Black Friday we deals. We just bought an 80-inch television. An 80-inch? Oh, it's it's quite oh, nice. Oh, shoot. And, and the beauty I got to get an 80 inch. The, the beauty of, uh, of new TV day is that every other TV gets demoted one room down. So everything in your house gets upgraded just, yep. just a little bit. We just got new bedroom furniture, and we upgraded to the king-size bed. But now it's on a different wall, and now I gotta get a TV. Now I gotta get a, a giant TV because the little the little thirty two incher doesn't do it anymore. Why do they still? Why do they still make thirty two inch televisions? Well, because we didn't have it far away from where the bed was, but now we're on the completely so, other opposite wall. Now I just now I've got to have. The do TV. you know where a thirty two inch television would work for me? Where's that? About where my computer monitor is. <laughs> uh, that's. <laughs> He's got to have it right I in front of his face. I actually need to be holding it sitting in my bed wow. for a 30. I have a 65-inch in my bedroom. Oh, my. That's the route I'm going to go. And now the 70-incher that's coming out of the living room is going in the bedroom, and the one from the bedroom is going, I don't know where. It's going somewhere. That's bathroom a- TV. Patrick Holt. That's I, I've bathroom always wanted TV. that. And I do have a big tub in my bathroom. That's brilliant. You know, it's a, that, that made my whole day. That made this whole day a success. <laughs> he knows what to do with the TV now. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Evan Doyle has a uh, question in our YouTube comments, and I I think it's a formidable question. Okay. In a division with Dorian Thompson-Robinson and Jake Browning starting, is Kenny Pickett still the worst quarterback in the division? I I think he is. Because I know exactly what he is. That dude's not good at football. You know it's bad when the only thing about your entire day that wasn't just a complete disaster was your backup running back. Who should be your starting no running doubt. back. No doubt. But you, you know, have Mike McCarthy uh, fever or something, and I you have, can't figure this out. I have come full circle on that one. There were people in our YouTube chat saying, Jalen Warren should be starting over, over – uh, Najee Harris. Oh, yeah. No, that's not. Yeah. No. And it's been kind of evident since like week two of the season. And for some reason, they've never figured this out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is almost like now it's gotten so embarrassingly obvious that the only person on this planet that doesn't see it is the one that has to make that call. Yeah. And Matt Cannon is just sitting here like, no, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the... uh, "Quote unquote, too loyal." Michael Tom- Mike Tomlin, almost called him by his uh, legal name, Michael Tomlin. Michael Tomlin. <laughs> He'll also do your taxes. Uh, I mean, look, I-, I just look at, I look at everything that happened around the AFC North this weekend, and just it, it, you've completely separated. Yeah, Cincinnati is now irrelevant. Yep, the Pittsburgh Steelers are relevant. Mm-hmm. Because I do not, I believe in a just and loving God, and I do not believe he will allow that Pittsburgh Steelers team to play in the playoffs. Kenny Pickett, who threw for 106 yards, 106 in a game he played every snap of. You can't really trust them week to week, but here's the thing. I mean, they, 
they find a way to win games most of the time, right? And so this weekend, they're playing against the Bengals. <sighs> right. Man, that that game just doesn't have the same cachet it once did, No, and then they're at home against the Cardinals, and then they play the Patriots, and then they go to the Colts, and then they play the Bengals again. Tell, would you be terribly shocked if they went four and one in that stretch? Yes, really. I would be terribly surprised if that Pittsburgh Steeler team went four and one against I don't know the 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 Mac, the the five high schools closest to where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> well, seeing as how they went four and one against the Ravens, Rams, Jaguars, Titans, and Packers, that was a better stretch than what they've got coming up. Mm-hmm. You win five more games, you're eleven and four. Yeah, there's no way. And don't ask me who they'll lose to. I don't know, and I don't care. I don't know. That that is a nine and eight football team all day long. I don't know. You're gonna lose at least one of those. I don't know which one. Yeah, I don't know. With the injury to Joe Burr, Cincinnati now falls to the to the wayside, right? Oh, Cincinnati's. You're done, and that's okay. That's okay. You're this year started off. Be- this year started off really badly, and now you, Evan Doyle, he's already looking for Brock Bowers. We just add him to the to the yes. weaponry, and oh, I have no qualm with that. Let's let's. Hey, do, look, let's you're talking do, to a New York this. Jet fan. Oh yes. God, I hope Alabama beats you by forty. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I think I've heard this. My before. team gets. Uh, my team's irrelevant now i need your team to be irrelevant because i that song just the first few notes of it irritated me to a point that i haven't been irritated in quite some time oh well that's good can i can i ease your pain country roads take me home that's a song we can all get behind right to the place i belong all right, so I, uh, personally, I'm in favor of. I think we should absolutely. Well, you, I, I mean, mean, you do the Pledge should... of Allegiance before school. I think you should have country roads before school. Oh, that's that's great. That's but everybody a great mood. Yeah, that should be a great tradition. I think every stadium should do that now. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, you're in the sportsocracy, the CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. It's an overreaction Monday. And and Stephen Tao, one of our resident Ravens fans, he's wanting me to say it, that the last place Ravens, the team that I thought was going to be in last place, is going to walk away with this division. And I have a, I, I have a, a line to that. Not so fast, my friend. More I'm, not so sh- I'm not so sure you're right there. More on that next in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. 
the sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. It's an overreaction Monday in the sportsocracy. We have our first one of these of the day. I'm your huckleberry. Super Chats from Soaring Eagle who said, let me say this right now. You can't keep Ron Rivera or Jack Del Rio after whatever the obscenity uh, that that was yesterday against Tommy DeVito. <laughs> You're getting no argument from me. No, sir. You turned it You turned it over six times against a team that I didn't know could catch. By the way, two starting quarterbacks in New York City right now. One of them has a game with three touchdowns in one game, and it's not Zach Wilson. <laughs> no, it's Tommy D- Danny DeVito. Thomas Daniel DeVito has a three touchdown game, and Zach Wilson doesn't. Yes. You know, you you ask why I'm so angry all the time. Mm. Does that explain it? What, because they could just somehow that get every team get in magical. the NFL somehow their quarterback dies, and yet the Jets have a little cherub that they took number two, and you literally <laughs> look like you're actively trying to lose. When so Zach bad. Wilson fell down yesterday, I went, "Yep, that's that's New York Jets football," and it's and he gets up laughing, and I'm like, "I would hit you in the face <laughs> with a baseball bat right now if I got the opportunity." If if crime was legal for a minute, I would literally bludgeon Zach Wilson with my bare hands. And then I would go on to Nathaniel Hackett and not Robert Zala. I don't think that would go my way. He might be a terrible coach, but he's in real good shape. Poor Jets fans. I literally sat on my couch with a bottle of larceny last night, just like, just sad. Much like Cincinnati Bengals fans were after the news came out on Friday that Joe Burrow was done for the year, thus just, I mean, ruining any chance that they have, right? We we don't feel like Jake Browning can come in here and lead this team to the playoffs, do we? No. The defense uh, I, I, just is not because that of good. how evil the schedule is, and that's my point about the AFC North, all of these Raven fans are just, well, chalk it up. Everybody's on a backup except, well, Pittsburgh, whose quarterback should be a backup. Yep. Uh, and and I, I say again, not so fast, my friend. Mm-hmm. Look at the Cleveland Browns schedule and tell me who they're going to lose to. <laughs> I'll is, wait. It is crazy. They, uh, I'll wait. I mean, they, they, they will get tough tests from the Jacksonville Jaguars in Cleveland in December. Yes. I, I believe I will be on Cleveland that, on that one and I'm not really sure I even care what they the have is. to go on the road to the Houston Texans. All right, that's, that's one. That, that puts you at 13 and 4 if I just hand you that one. And uh, then yeah, that, that's all. Yeah, I got. going to that let's ride whole pack of Badger Denver Broncos. I cannot wait for that whole hype train. To just go full Amtrak right in off the rails. When they score about, six points against that defense? If they score six points, it will be because DTR got sacked in the end zone three times. That is the only way. <laughs> that putrid offense is scoring on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, then they uh, then they got to take on the Rams after that. Woo. Yeah. That, yeah. that team that won yesterday by default. He also got a uh, date with the Bears at home. Mm-hmm. Jets at home, and then you finish the season on the road against the Bengals. Uh, by the way, can we stop talking about Aaron Rodgers playing in that game? Yeah, that's because frankly, happen. I don't need to see him get killed on national television again. No, no Aaron, just pack it in. We're, we're Miles we're Garrett might this. break through the fourteenth offensive lineman that they will be 
starting at left tackle this week, and curl Aaron Rodgers just like a dumbbell. So are you saying you're confident that the the the, the Cleveland Browns go 14-3 and three with half a season of DTR? Uh, no, but I am saying that I'm confident that they go 12-5. and five. I'm very confident that they go 12-5. and five. And then let's look at that Baltimore Ravens schedule, shall we? Uh, because they're, they're they're a game ahead of Cleveland. Yes. You still have dates with the Dolphins, mm-hmm. with the 49ers, mm-hmm. at the Jaguars. By the way, the 49er game's on Christmas. Uh, at the Jaguars, it's three losable games. I'm not saying you're going to lose them all, mm-hmm. but they're right there side by side. That is a murderer's row of three games. And if you lose those two, you will lose this division to the Cleveland Browns. So you have to go 2-1 and one in that stretch to win this division. And I'm not so confident that that's how that's going to go. Yeah. Look, I think Baltimore's the best team in the league. The The schedule is much, much, much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've read this book a time or five. I don't like the fact that you have to go to San Francisco for that game. But I like you and every other one of those. Stephen Tao said the Steelers putrid offense on one play scored on them. Yes, you're right. They let Jalen Warren, who I think they were just dumbfounded he was on the field. Like, hey, they finally put that better running back. Uh Oh, there he went. Oh, oh, shoot. He got behind us. Jim's going to be mad. Oh, you just wait. You just wait until until the Cleveland Browns get a dose of Cortland Sutton. He (sighs) who cannot be stopped inside the red zone. Uh, two things from our YouTube chat. Hubert Queen said I was really pissed on YouTube or on uh, Twitter. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> the, the post that I put on Twitter, you should have seen what I deleted. It was... Was this after Jordan Travis went down? Oh, no. This was... Let's see. That was in the third quarter last night. And I've looked at it three or four times today like, I should probably take that down. I'm not gonna. What did you say? Oh, it was not good. I mean, roundabout. What was the subject matter? Uh, basically, can we shoot... Robert Sala into the abyss. Of, <laughs> can we take everything okay. in a jet jersey and just put it on, like in the Bermuda Triangle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, until the off season. Until oh no, the, I want until, them all gone until the Super Bowl hype train starts again. Oh no, I want them all gone. But that's a rant that has been Wait. that's been saved for in the next hour. We'll get there. Don't worry. Hmm. Okay. The other thing I wanted to talk about was in the YouTube chat. And I can, now I don't remember who asked it. Kurt. Kurt 2512 asked, is uh, Joe Burrow injury prone? Yeah. 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 I mean, at this point, I think you have to say yes. Yeah. When you have, uh, well, what was it? Shoulder, calf, ankle, knee. Oh, yeah. He's gone head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Uh, well, <laughs> appendix. Uh, what else do we have? I mean, when I can... When I when when I got to get to two hands on what kind of injury you've had in the last three years, yeah, you're injury prone. Yeah, he needs to uh, have a, a swift dose of uh, of whole milk. Yes, y- you need to be getting your vitamin D because your bones seem to be a little brittle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and Evan and Doyle sad. has the exact. He's getting sacked at a higher rate than Andrew Luck did. Of course, he's going to have injury issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andrew Luck, that was what derailed Andrew Luck's career. And I don't think it's that untoward to say that it could very easily happen to Joe Burrow. No. It's going to happen to every quarterback. Every quarterback that cannot be protected is going to end up in this scenario. Mm-hmm. I'm staring at Sam Howell now going, when are y'all, when, when, 
when are they going to take this away from him, right? When is his career going to be damaged irreparably because of the failure of his team to protect him? Just as, you know, you can go down the line of every quarterback in history that's never been protected well. Cam Newton's number one among them, right? Imagine what Cam Newton could have been if he hadn't have taken 70 billion hits. Now, a lot of those were all of his own doing when he was running the mm-hmm. football, but still, there was a lot <laughs> there was a lot of egregious, we can all agree, right? With Cam Newton over the years. Tank's gonna shoehorn Carolina Panther talking here because he came in what? with his hair on fire about Frank Reich this morning. Oh God, Frank Reich just uh, ugh. It's just sad. It's just sad what the organization has has become. It's it's gonna be real sad when you have to hear the Chicago Bears are on the clock for uh four months no doubt no doubt about it you made a big old boo-boo and mm. and now you got to figure I out mean, you did to... make a boo-boo but you probably saved yourself from making another one what do you mean oh with the caleb williams yeah yeah because hey, yeah, that's not that. looking good that's, that's gonna every be fun. day that passes uh you think hey at least we wait at least we wasted it on the kid with potential and we didn't waste it on Mr. I need a teddy bear over here. Uh, uh, Mr. I paint my fingernails with, oh my with F whoever I'm playing. That's that's really the guy I want leading my franchise. Let me cry on mommy's shoulder and then refuse to talk to the media when things don't go good. Yikes. And somebody's going to do it. Oh, no Somebody's going to jump up there uh, yeah. to number one, and then somebody's going to take him, and they're going to be all happy about it. And it's then the six Bears. months into his career, we're all going to go, uh-huh. Yeah, you, me- exactly you, remember, you, remember, you remember that thing that I said that went viral, and everybody went, oh, you're just a hater. No, I'm not. Certain things, that, certain things that I don't want my starting quarterback, franchise quarterback, franchise piece to do, and Caleb Williams does a lot of them, yep. including lose. He, he seems to lose at a very high rate. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got to play a bad defense, right? And then and then everything's fine. Wait, he's Baker Mayfield. It's, it's not a terrible compar- comparison. Eight years old when I found that out. Hmm. You're in the sportsocracy. CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be... Time to get just a bit outside. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It is an overreaction Monday here in the Sportsocracy. And uh, did you hear what Mike Tomlin said after the game? 
Uh, yes, I heard they, what Najee Harris the, uh, said. <laughs> I just can't take this anymore. Well, but buddy, you're like a big part of the problem. And so I don't know that you should have been the one that said that. Jalen Warren is the one that should have said that. Right. I cannot take watching this fat dude run for two and a quarter yards a carry anymore. They are absolutely awful. The Steelers' offense is one of the most atrocious things I've ever seen, at least as far as Pittsburgh Steelers football goes, right? I mean, if it wasn't for the New York Jets, we would talk more about this. No doubt. No doubt about it. A um, couple other teams come to mind. New England Patriots uh, stack up there as well. Just, I mean, the NFL at this point looks a lot like high-level college football because when you see those the lesser teams play, you just go, whoo yikes that offense is that's bad that's atrocious absolutely putrid so uh kenny pickett 15 of 28 yesterday 106 yards it was a terrible showing for the offense and afterward mike tomlin was asked about it of course what did he think of the performance and well he gave it of course the defense all the credit right I wish I had more hands so I could give that offense four thumbs down. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, he gave he gave them all the credit. They have a really good defense, and they make a lot of defense. They make a lot of offenses look like that. No, I I don't no. believe. I mean, Georgia I makes a lot of Mac teams look like right. that. I get where you were going with that. Like, ah, oh, this really tough defense. They shut down everybody. No, they just make you look putrid terrible and there's no fix to it because you've refused to make any changes well i mean there there are several fixes to it uh one fire first matt and canada. foremost you need to blame canada and fire matt canada no doubt also it would be great if you could get into a little time machine and go back and not take kenny pickett like i told you not to <laughs> but you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube I wish you'd have taken sam Howe. There's, there's several teams that uh, I feel like they're looking at their quarterback going, we, we boo-booed that real bad. New York Jets, Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love threw for 300 yards yesterday. I'm not sure I couldn't throw for 300 yards on the Los Angeles Chargers <laughs> at this point. I just, Matt Canada, he was the first name, right? He was the first name that we started screaming. Like, you have to fire this guy. And, and now we're up to... Nine coaches, right? Including offensive, defensive coordinators in this league. That the, uh, the, there's going to be a lot of firings here. People get fired every day, and it's unfortunate. The, the, uh, the really unfortunate part is that every day comes and goes, and those people are neither Matt Canada nor Nathaniel Hackett. My story is about the fledgling virtual golf league, the, the, the TGL. Uh, did, did you see the report over the weekend about the venue? Uh, do you know no. what I'm talking about here? No. So Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy have uh, have partnered to make the golf league. And it's a virtual simulator thing that was being, it was in a venue that was built in Palm Beach, Florida. And everybody was going to be on a team. It was supposed to start in January. Well, apparently there was a storm in Florida. <clears throat> Who would have thunk it? And the dome was damaged. It was damaged to the point that they've now had to push the league back a year. Oh, my. It was virtually destroyed. Mm -hmm. And so now, instead of starting in January, which it was expected to do, it has been pushed all the way back to 2025. There's a small 
There's a small problem with that. What's that? Why did ESPN sign a deal with this to broadcast it? What happens in January? I don't know what. Football goes away. Mm-hmm. They don't have but one playoff game. College football playoffs end on January 9th. So this was going to fit into a nice little honey hole. Oh, yeah. The problem is that now you've voided the contract because you're not able to hold your side of the deal. So they're wanting to come back to the bargaining table. But what happens next year? Now the playoff is 12 teams. Right. Which means it goes all the way through January, which means they don't have nearly as much interest in your little fledgling operation here. Ouch. The knockoff things, they just never work. The XFL doesn't work. The USFL doesn't work. This virtual golf league is not going to work. I don't want to watch Justin Thomas play top golf. Mm -mm. That's just, it doesn't really appeal to me. That's what this was? Basically. It's like a virtual simulator thing. Yeah, no. I'm and everybody's going to be on teams. It's just, it's, it's a terrible idea. Oh, God. LIV did the teams thing. And who watches that? Uh, no one. Exactly. The, their families watch that and go, hey, he just made $100 million <laughs> winning a tournament that no one watched. <laughs> the finances of this don't make a lot of sense, does it? No. We can get 7 billion people to watch the Masters, and the dude wins 2 million bucks. Mm hmm. Go to LIV and just flip those numbers around. Yikes. Seattle Seahawks. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Not uh, mm-hmm. not real sure what to do with Seattle at this point. Are, are you? I still believe they're a good team. But but where but on I the... I don't know that they're a threat to anybody. Well, they're certainly not a threat. I mean, all right, so you're going to make the playoffs because the NFC from eight down is just horrific. Name me the team that's going to make the playoffs that you think they could beat on a consistent basis. None. I mean, because you're going to get probably the second best wild card. You're going to get probably the second worst division winner because I would say they're going to end up the six. Mm -hmm. Dallas will get whoever wins your god-awful division. You think they're beating San Francisco? No. I mean, we get to see it on Thanksgiving night. Mm-hmm. And Seattle, by the time that game is over, will be thankful that it was over. Have you looked at their schedule in the next four weeks? Uh, yes, Bob, I have. Uh, that's actually why I've been saying this about Seattle for three weeks now. 49ers at the Cowboys at the 49ers. Home against the Eagles. That's 0-4, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. In my book, anyway. Yes. I mean, not saying that there will be blowouts and they don't have, you know, not saying they don't have a chance, but that's I, more I'm than likely. That's more than likely. Oh, and four. You're six and eight. You limp to nine and eight. Get into the playoffs. And then what? And get scattered, smothered, covered, diced, and chunked by whichever of those three division winners that you get. Yesterday was a game that you could not lose. And you can tell me, oh, but Geno got hurt. That should not have mattered. You were up 17 to 6. All you have to do is deal with the two weapons they have. And one of them wasn't even on the field. And you still couldn't stop it. I mean, that Tariq Woolen thing, it looked really good last year. It ain't looking so great right now. I have kept my mouth shut about this because I really liked this kid coming out. Mm-hmm. He has been an absolute turnstile. You saw it again yesterday. Yeah. 
Seattle has this problem, and it's it's kind of what I've said about Pittsburgh. What is it that you do well? I mean, we love Boyamafe. He's been he's been fantastic. We liked the addition of Leonard Williams. Yep. Are you consistently getting after quarterbacks over the last handful of weeks? Doesn't seem. You to hit be. Matthew Stafford a couple times yesterday, but it wasn't consistent. On that let, that late drive, he got practically anything he wanted. So I, I just I have a rule about NFL football teams. If I can't explain you in a sentence or two, you're probably not all that good. And that's where I'm at with Seattle. You're coached really well. Yep. So are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. So in the NFC, we're now down to what? Are are, are there only? Four good teams, or are there only three good teams? Well, do the Dallas Cowboys fall into that category? I don't know. That's I, I the really question. don't know. Because we know Philadelphia is good, we know Detroit is good, and we know that San Francisco is good. Yes. Does Dallas belong in that group or not? Yes. Or so. are they just the head of the rest of the mishmash that is the nfc i almost feel like dallas is in a in a tier by itself i because i don't think you can win the super bowl as you are currently constructed now dallas does a great job of just beating the heber jeebers out of bad teams yes how many teams in the nfl have a better point differential than the dallas cowboys two zero okay them and the baltimore ravens are both plus 127 okay so, yeah, you do that really well. But I still look at you and go, you're not as good as Detroit. You're, you got hammered by uh, San Francisco. Philadelphia's in your division, so those games always stay close because it's such a rivalry. But do I think you can beat any of them? No. At least not when it mattered. At least not when all the chips are on the table, right? And, it, and you, it's a must win. To me, the NFC... The NFC is about the most predictable thing I think I've ever seen in my life. You now have two games clear between Minnesota and anybody they're competing with. There is no team in the NFC that has five wins except the New Orleans Saints, and they're going to probably win their division mm-hmm. at 7-10 and 10 and get into the playoffs. That'll Yikes. be the only home team that loses. I, I genuinely think I would take every home team, give the number, and not care. Philadelphia is probably the one seed, so they get the bye. Mm-hmm. As it would lay out right now, and this is just after the weekend, you, you got Philadelphia tonight, nothing that could happen tonight would change that because they would have a better conference record than than Detroit. So even if they were to lose to Kansas City tonight, this doesn't change anything. They get the bye. Detroit would play Minnesota. LMNO blown out. Right. 35-10 to 10 mm-hmm. with, with Josh Dobbs. San Francisco would play Seattle. Blown out. Maybe. Uh, I, what do they do well enough to stick with a team like San Francisco? I don't know. And, and when I say blown out, I'm talking NFL blowout, which is 10. Yeah. I don't know. We're, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to find out, right? They play twice over the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Those division games are just always weird. You got to remember, I mean, that's division rivalry, right? That. That it's division night. rivalry, but when they meet in the playoffs, it tends to be uh, best team wins. Yeah, maybe so. All right, let's just, for 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 giggles, San Francisco plays in Seattle on, on Thanksgiving night. 
Set the line. San Francisco minus four and a half. It's seven and a half, which means in San Francisco it would be ten and a half. Okay. That's basically Vegas telling you double-digit numbers are reserved for good teams playing bad teams. All right. Vegas is telling you exactly how they feel about Seattle. They've fallen down the power rankings every single week, whether they won or lost. That, that tells you a lot. Mm-hmm. I've watched this for over a month now, just going, what am I missing? And then I watched them against the Rams yesterday, and I went, nope, now I get it. Now I get it. You do everything fine. You do not hang your hat on anything. And you would think you would be able to hang your hat on DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, Kenny Walker, and you do from time to time, but you never do it all together. You can't consistently. You can't consistently count on Gino. No. And now he's hurt. I mean, I know he came back into the game yesterday, but. Yeah, he came back into the game and went, me with one arm is better than Drew Locke. Uh-huh. So let's do let's do that. It's just not a good team. Yeah. What would their record be in the AFC? This is gonna this is what I'm gonna start doing with with, with NFC six. teams. I'm not sure you're not too high. Really? Okay. I'm not sure you're not too high. You're NFC good. Which is kind of like being late night cute. Hey, I've met a bar at one o'clock. Awesome. Uh, there's not a lot of people here. So, so, so you believe that teams that are five and five, Indianapolis, Denver, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, they're, they're Cincinnati with Jake Browning is better than Seattle. The Raiders are better than Seattle. Okay. And I firmly believe everything I just said. They have thrown everything but the kitchen sink at this to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it just, it never looks the same. I know what I'm going to get with San Francisco outside of that one little three-game stretch. I pretty well know what I'm going to get with Detroit. I mean, Jared Goff threw, what, three interceptions yesterday? It was either two or three. And two of them were back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I still knew what I was going to get. I was live betting Detroit through the entire fourth quarter going, I've read this book, and I know how this is going to go. By the end of the by the time that game was over, that was probably the biggest wager I had of the weekend. I still find it baffling. Neutral field right now, you'd take Seattle or you'd take Cincinnati with Jake Browning over Seattle. Name me a position group Seattle's better than them at. Any one of them. Quarterback. I don't think it's that significantly. Really? Geno Smith. Geno's done that in a year. He's gone from top five in the league to just Jake Browning. Well, if you remember, I never really bought into the Geno hype. I said he's good in the NFC because the NFC is awful. I mean, just look up and down the, the standings of the NFC right now. Do you realize who's starting games in that conference right now? Mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito and Josh Dobbs and Jordan Love and Justin Fields and Bryce Young and Desmond Ritter. It's awful. He's the fourth best quarterback in the NFC. He would be the 14th best quarterback in the AFC. No, I never fully bought into that. Of He's below Kirk Cousins, who's never been able to win anything. I thought the roster was good enough that they would contend with San Francisco. Right. And it's just not playing out that way. And now you're going through the, 
the week in, week out, losing guys. Kenny Walker got hurt yesterday, and now it's Zach Charbonnet. D- do I really feel good about you being able to run the ball that way? No. No. Especially not when you're going to so take on the So now you're one-dimensional, and your defense is not as good as it's made out to be. So what am I supposed to be impressed by? Yeah. I found myself asking this question a lot of times yesterday because it's funny to me how often people will watch games and then take something we said a month ago and go, see, I told you you were wrong. Jordan Love. Oh, he threw over 300 yards yesterday. Am I supposed to be impressed by that? In a game where Austin Eckler had, what, 12 touches? You're force-feeding the ball to Keenan Allen at a rate that has gotten almost comical, and you think I'm supposed to be impressed by that. That undoes everything I saw for two years. No. No. They kissed the brass ring with Aaron Rodgers for years, knowing full well that none of them wanted to, because they're looking at Jordan Love going, he's not a starting NFL quarterback. He's 20-ish. And that's kind of where I'm at with Geno Smith, is you can have really good games. Jordan Love can have really good games. Josh Dobbs can have really good games. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you have a quarterback. And just ask yourself this, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff. Dak Prescott, Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. One of those doesn't belong with the other four. Correct. And it's it's Geno. It's Geno. You're in the sportsocracy, CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Want to uh, invite everybody to come on down and hang out with us after the show today. We've got the, uh, the lighting of the Ingalls Giving Tree down at the Asheville Mall. It's four to six today, center court at the Asheville Mall. Um, Going to be collecting donations for Mana Food Bank. I was, you know, it's it just, it amazes me every year to see the goodness in people. The giving season, it, it, it always amazes me to see people, uh, you know, dig deep, help out their fellow man when they're in need. I was dumbfounded when... I saw the stat the other day that manna helps 155,000 people in a month in this area. Just in this area. That's insane. So we need all the help they can get. Uh, We need everybody to uh, show up for us uh, at the Ingalls Giving Tree tonight. Four to six, we'll be hanging out there for the lighting of the tree They'll be singing carols. We'll see if we can get Jeremy to wear some deer antlers or something. It'll be it'll be great fun. I I, I highly doubt You're I'm going to wear deer oh, antlers. Come on, we got the Rudolph nose for you and everything. The only thing that I I only have one request. I will be I will be as merry and Christmas chipper as humanly possible. I need that Taylor Swift Christmas song way away from me. <laughs> and if I hear Mariah Carey, I swear to you, I'm going to go put my head in a toilet. <laughs> I detest that song. We cannot make any promises. Cannot make any promises. However, we can promise there will be a lot of holiday cheer at the Asheville Mall this afternoon, 4 to 6. There are so many good Christmas songs. Play those. Not the other two I mentioned. What is your favorite Christmas song, by the way? Oh, I like the older ones. I, I, I'm a big fan of the, the 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 classic Christmas song. I don't like anything that is really poppy. Yeah. So anything that could be confused for Taylor Swift, I'm out. You're in the sportsocracy. CSP in Asheville. I smell a special draft coming up.
I think we should do Christmas song <laughs> draft at <laughs> some point. Uh, <laughs> when we come back for the break, Jeremy will have his bangers for Monday Night Football next. At Ingles, we've got plenty to be thankful for, and it all starts with you. Thank you for continuing to trust us as your local grocer for the past 60 years. Thank you for your kindness in the aisles and your smiles at the register. Thank you for supporting our efforts to help our neighbors in need. Thank you for trusting us to feed your family with food from farms close to home. Thanks for everything, and happy Thanksgiving from our family to yours. Ingles, your neighbor for over 60 years. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! And when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then we get the power, then you get the work. Monday Night Football. And this is, without a doubt, the best Monday night game we've had in a long time. Rematch of the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs, and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. I'm sticking with the Chiefs here. They won last time. I've had a dedicated lean in every one of these AFC, NFC games. If I get teams that are close in talent, I will always take the AFC. They are over 10 games, over 500 covering spreads against the NFC, and I think they'll do the same tonight. The part of this I like the most, the over-under at 45.5 seems really low. I get that Kansas City's defense is better than it's been in years past. It's still not elite to the level it's being made out to be, and Philadelphia is going to score points. I think Kansas City will too. So give me the Chiefs minus the three over 45 and a half. For more, find us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, love the savings with Ingles, love the winnings with me. Mull it out. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back. Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls Studio. It is the Sportsocracy, and we are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. It is an overreaction Monday. It is a shortened week, so we go from overreaction Monday right into football 
Tuesday. There we go. There it is. Yeah, Football Tuesday tomorrow. We'll have all our picks for the weekend. And just like that, it'll be a week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's really giving uh, really giving top-notch effort. Much like a team in the NFL, we have breaking news. Who's going to break the news? 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 Uh, the New York Jets will start Tim Boyle yeah. at quarterback against the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, who are you going to start? Anybody else? Not Zach Wilson. He's awful. Tim Boyle is awfuler. He's terrible. I, if you, honest to God, think Tim Boyle is going to come in here and beat the Dolphins, I have a bridge to sell you. Nobody believes that. You'd be shocked. No. You would be shocked how many Jet fans think, well, you, you sit Zach Wilson down and it's all just hunky Mike White. It's Mike White 2.0. Let's go. No, it's not. You want me to tell you why? Because Mike White had this thing, and I, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Talent. He had ah. some of that. And Tim Boyle doing You know what else Mike White had? A, a conscious receiver. Uh, Garrett Wilson, hey, buddy, if you're going to be the one that's the most vocal about how bad the offense is, you should learn to do this thing. Catch the damn ball. <laughs> it's just a thought. Uh, the Jets had three undrafted free agents up yesterday at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Three. It was those three. Allen was worthless. Who was the best receiver on the field yesterday? Which should really tell you everything you need to know about the Jets. I he gets like four or five balls, and I went, oh, God, this is Jeremy's nightmare. Garrett Wilson's over here dropping them left and right. He's got oh, yeah. two catches, and here's Allen Lazard, like highlight of the team. Woohoo! Uh, the Jets have had, and this is from Adam Schefter, seven different starting offensive line combinations. They have nine touchdowns in 10 games. They're averaging 270 yards a game, which is the third worst in the NFL. And I don't know who the two that are worse. If you have an offense that is worse than what I'm seeing on a daily basis, you need a new football team. Real bad. Like, super, but don't do that to yourself. Value you more than that. They are 30 for 131 on third down. I don't know how good you are at math, but that adds up to 22.9%. They are 25% on third and three or less. Every player on that team is two yards. All right. So if you just put the football on your forehead and fell down, that's two yards. They can't do that. Okay. They can't do that. Zach Wilson couldn't run on the field yesterday without falling down. This is like the bad news bears. If the bad news bears had a drinking problem, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I sat on my couch last night, like the saddest alcoholic that you have ever seen in your Aww. life. Because the first, I, let me, just let me paint you a word picture. If I could, I sat down and you had picked Jets plus seven. Yes. And I, I actively thought he must have smoked crack before this show. Because that's the only way I could look at this game and go, I'm taking the Jets. Jets get the opening kickoff. You have 10 blockers 
on a kickoff. They have a kicker, which means that every person should block somebody. How many jet blockers actually touched Buffalo Bill? Five. Two. <laughs> I didn't say blocked them. I didn't say aptly did their job. Just touched them. Just went out and booped them. Just a little boop <laughs> right there to let you know I'm here. It was two. Just demolished Xavier Gibson, who fumbles the opening kickoff. Of course, now you've spotted them three points and they get the ball. Right. When the the, the Bills kicked a third field goal and went up nine to nothing, I looked at my wife and said, they can't score nine points. This game is over right now because they could not score nine points if Buffalo went home. And I was right. And I was right. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be so right about your team, doesn't it? I, I, I don't know what to do anymore. I literally just took a handle of uh, of a of a heavy spirit <laughs> and a and a cup. Just a handle. And, and I had a cup and a and a bottle. And after the second quarter, I determined that the cup was that that was an extra step that was not really necessary. And it was just me and my bottle, oh, all God. sad watching the New York That's Jets. That's terrible. D- despite the fact that you told me you were going to get blown out, you were fully yeah. expecting this yeah. to be yeah. a clown show, yeah. and you still let it affect you that yeah. way. I did. It's wild. I did. I, the, n- the New York Jets are almost like, it's almost like having a kid that's just really stupid. Like, and, and everything they do it's really stupid. And every time the phone rings, you just go, oh, what did stupid do now? I, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Did he Did he show his his goober to somebody he was not supposed to? Well, hopefully not. Did What did he do? Because it's got to be stupid. I know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just, I can't <laughs> do it anymore and at least i had florida state but you're gonna right that's the that that's the message that we all get you're gonna you said this you stared me right in the eyes in week two of this season and you told me i'm done i'm never doing this again the new york jets have broken my heart too many times and and i'm absolutely out and i'm never doing it again and you know what i do and then every Sunday, every Sunday, oh, Jets are coming on. Uh-huh. And what do I do? I take my remote and I click it over <laughs> and I just let them kick me. Yeah. Right between, right in the, yeah. right in the, just right nethers, in the Jimmy. Just right in the nethers <laughs> over and over and over again. I can't stop. Oh. It's almost like a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't stop. That's exactly I want to stop. That's exactly what it is. The NFL and our fandom is a drug addiction. It is just something that we are just, we become slaves to it. And you can't not do it. Like I found myself doing this yesterday. Like little tiny glimmers of hope watching my team play the San Francisco 49ers. A team that I have talked about all year long. This team sucks. Your quarterback sucks. Your defense sucks. Your coach sucks. It all sucks. Going up against one of the best teams in the NFL. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have two questions. Yes. A, how did this become about you? 
I'm just sharing my we, we just we took a uh, we took a hard right turn here. If if you're comparing your sadness no, I'm not. to mine, I can't compare sadnesses. No. I'm just saying no. that we do this, right? We do this, no, regardless of how bad our teams are, Carolina Panthers fans. We tune in every week hoping that we're going to see some glimmer, something that's going to make it better. We see that one play that might get us excited. This week's going to be different. And then it's not. We'll see. Here's oh, the, th- there's the difference between me and and all the rest of you. And and I got this a lot on Twitter yesterday. Of well, it could be worse. You could be a insert team here. No 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 don't don't compare there. your sadness to don't mine. Okay, I got a thirty year head start on you. I'm literally I can't even see you. You're so far behind me in the realm of sadness. You're just a dot in the periphery. And you said every week there's a play that makes you feel good about your team. When did those come from me? (laughs) I haven't seen an offensive play. I haven't seen the Jets make a play offensively in so long that I'm starting to question if it actually happened or if I imagined it. Yes, you saw that 84-yard run from uh, Brees Hall in week one, and that was it. Yeah, there hasn't been one of those in quite some time. Right. You would think that if you kept showing up and played 60 minutes, week in and week out, eventually someone would fall down or somebody would forget their assignment and you would go, look, wide open spaces. Not with the chance. There are times that I actually have to sit there and go, do they only have 11 people on the field? <laughs> it feels like they have way more than that. Do we have 11 people in the field? Because that would be a thing we would screw up. Just walk mm-hmm. out there with nine and go, we're here. Yep. Meanwhile, somebody's got a wedgie and somebody's got their finger in their nose. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't really plan on doing that. Yeah. But, but it, it, it's almost become like cathartic mm-hmm. to come in here and names on the door. I, I just to come in here and go, I can't believe you did it to me again. Yep. And now you're giving me Tim Boyle. And I'm supposed to feel good about that. It's a it's a holiday of being thankful. And do you know what I'm thankful for? That seven weeks from now, you can't do this to me anymore. (laughs) For 34 weeks, you will not be able to do this to me again. In the sportsocracy, the CSPN Asheville. And I would like to take this opportunity to encourage anyone, uh, if if you're feeling down and out on what your life is all about, should talk to somebody. I haven't Because Jeremy, good. I think he needs psychiatric help. I haven't felt good on a Monday <laughs> in weeks. I just, I wake up and I go, oh, I just, my, my whole life hurts. And I blame it on the Jets. I'm thinking about sending Woody Johnson a bill. Like just, That's not going to help. He'd send me a check and I'd just, I'd do it again. I'd get, Woody cares. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I don't think he cares. I just okay. <laughs> and I I want to leave this team so bad, but you can't. I can't because I hate all thirty one other teams. Mm-hmm. It's just a different degree of hate. I don't want to wear your crap. Okay, 
I, I, I flipped through the NFL shop just going, does somebody have at least cool-looking gear that I could get on board with? And I went, oh, that shade of blue is stupid. None of it? All of it. Your team looks like a popsicle. It's just, it's, it's, popsicle. it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like, where is he going with this? I'm too invested, okay? We're I got 30 years of sweat yeah. equity into this train wreck, and I can't leave it. And look, in the offseason, you're going to build an offensive line. Are we? Right? Are we? What? Of course G- you give are. Give me the time that we have done that. You mean after last year when the offensive line was a disaster? And what did we add? We added two of Aaron Rodgers' friends. And we're and Aaron stuck Rogers. with it. And Aaron Rodgers. Who broke? He, you could get a toy from Burger King that lasted longer than Aaron Rodgers did. No doubt. Bobby Barnett asked, should Robert Sala be fired? A hundred percent, yes. They should all be fired and taken to a bus station so that they must leave the city in shame with bags <laughs> on their heads and ragged clothing. But they won't because Aaron loves them. I was and say now that. we're being held hostage. By a one-legged quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just like Green Bay was. You tried to tell me. Packer fans, you tried to tell me. And here we are. And the countdown has begun. Here we are. Until the next time. It's all okay. And we're just the stereotypical one-legged man in the arse kicking contest. It happens every year. <laughs> I just hope your defense just doesn't up and quit. And just say screw I, it I, we're I, not coming back the rest of the I, season i spent way more of yesterday thinking about that of if i'm quincy williams do i not just look at it and go hey if i miss this i go sit down and they're gonna pay me the same regardless yeah because i have a ready-made excuse because we can't score because you're wasting it you're wasting all of that good talent but here see 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 you got the defense they're co they're 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 co cohesing What's that word I'm looking for? Uh, they're 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 coming together, right? They're 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 building as a team, and then next year the offense will come, right? You can only have it in installments. Yeah, uh, you get the next eight plays of Aaron Rodgers' career next year. Bobby Barnett <laughs> asked, uh, "What what coach would I want? Any of them? Um, Bobby Boucher's daddy? Uh, I thought you on ESPN. <laughs> I, I'll take that guy. I don't care." Henry Winkler led the Mud Dogs to the say, Bourbon Bowl. I was going to say, I'd rather have Coach Klein in that scenario. but I just, I'm, I hate it all. I hate it all. I woke up this morning and I went, nope. I don't, I, 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 I don't want to do it today. Mm-hmm. And yet, here you are. Doing here I am. It. You know, I'm just, I'm here. I'm here for you. The people. Now we got to talk about Denver, and we'll do that in the next segment. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Let's get ready to ride. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. 
At Ingalls, we've got plenty to be thankful for, and it all starts with you. Thank you for continuing to trust us as your local grocer for the past 60 years. Thank you for your kindness in the aisles and your smiles at the register. Thank you for supporting our efforts to help our neighbors in need. Thank you for trusting us to feed your family with food from farms close to home. Thanks for everything, and happy Thanksgiving from our family to yours. Ingalls, your neighbor for over 60 years. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. It is ESPN Asheville. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and overreaction Monday. And the Denver Broncos. Oh, y'all are overreacting. They survived. I mean, calm down. (laughs) All right. It's a four-game win streak, man. Uh Uh-huh. Come on. You got to get excited. Russ is out here cooking. Yeah. I don't think he's cooking what you want him to, though. Are you sure? This is like top ramen with mop water, okay? This is not great. I don't know. This is at least Vienna sausages and saltine crackers. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> doesn't sound very appetizing to me either. I, I just, I, I need you to maybe, maybe pump the brakes on... Well, Russ has figured it out. This offense at this point is so vanilla that it is almost hard to comprehend. And uh, it's better than what I'm used to watching. Mm -hmm. But that's not saying much. And I'm just, I'm looking at the schedule coming up going, you got three of your next four on the road. The one you get at home is the Cleveland Browns. And I don't think you're going to like how that goes. I mean, I, I get it. You, you you wanted something to be excited about. I, I understand. I, I think the Sean Payton thing is is getting slightly better. And, and you've won some games. Mm-hmm. Does that really mean much of anything? Well, I mean, you keep yourself in position here. Adam, maybe make some noise with some wins. Look, you can only, you know, play the games that are in front of you, right? I get DTR and the Cleveland Browns coming in. Do I feel great about my chances against that defense? No, not necessarily. But you shouldn't. I feel good about my team limiting their them offensively. Okay, We're going to so, be in another thirteen to ten ball game, and who says my kicker can't win that? Well, this is just. I'm a realist. I I, I live in realism. You you care to tell me how this ends? Like, how does all of the – where do we go here? All right, so let's just be as as rosy as we can be. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any shot that you're beating the Cleveland Browns. Okay. I don't. I, I, I don't see a path to that. I don't think there's a path you're going into Houston beating them. And I don't think there's a path that you're going into Detroit and beating them. Mm-hmm. Can, can we all agree to that? Did, did I say anything untoward there? No. I Let's say you win the other four. Mm-hmm. You're nine and eight. Yep. What does that? What, what does that mean? You make the playoffs at nine and eight. No. 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 You finish second in the division, and Sean Payton gets to find out what, like, what the skeleton of his next team's going to be. Right. That's the only thing you're playing for right now. I, just, I mean, I know I, in I their minds. Get it. I, in, I'm not seeing the the path that this is going to go the way you want it to. D- do you know how many receivers they've had go over 100 yards this year? 
is is one. Okay. And and that took a seventy five yard touchdown, I think. It, it was a very long touchdown pass to Marvin Mims. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand what you're seeing. Okay, so you beat Minnesota, who I don't think is all that great. I haven't thought they were all that great all year long. They're winning games in a bad NFC. That was one of the harder games to watch that I've seen in in quite some time. You beat a Bills team that beat themselves. That that Kansas City win, I I can't take that one away from you. Mm -hmm. And Green Bay did everything in their power to lose to you. So, I mean, you're winning games, but I, I don't understand why you're so excited about this. Because you, you realize what's going to happen here, right? What's that? You're not going to swallow the pill on Russell Wilson because you're winning. Which means you're going to go in and do this next year. And nothing has really changed. You have a very expensive game manager. That's, that's where Denver's at. Mm-hmm. So, you having a couple wins here that make you feel better... Is actually putting you behind the eight ball. You you get that right. That's all up to Sean Payton, right? If it's as bad as we were led to believe, maybe it's getting better, and maybe they're learning to work with each other, and maybe they're finding a way here. They have rolled off four wins. Oh, in they a row. are finding a way. The way was Sean Payton went. We're doing it my way. Mm-hmm. You're going to do what I tell you to do, and that's it. And you're not going to cook. Anything, you obnoxious man. (laughs) You are going to not turn the ball over, and we're going to wait for teams to beat themselves Mm -hmm. because we do have a corner that is good enough to shut down one side of the field. We've got some young pass rushers that are doing some good things, but you're not competitive to anything. And let's just go even a step further than that. Let's say by some miracle, 9-8 and eight was enough to get you in the playoffs. You understand that you would get beat by 30 by practically every division winner. More than likely. I mean, the, the Miami Dolphins beat you by 50 points. They scored one more touchdown in that game than the Jets have scored all gear. <laughs> I knew you were going to find a way to work that no in. No doubt. That's the stat of the year. And, 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 it, and I died a little inside <laughs> hearing it and then repeating it. Yeah. You're not you're you're not challenging for a title or anything with this team. But if you're a Broncos fan, I mean, yeah, you're excited, right? We thought we were god awful. We told everybody we weren't. Now we've won four in a row. We're going to gloat a little bit. Uh Divine Comedy has a, a has a great a, a great point here. Okay. That Russ is doing a version of what Pete had him do. And it's hilarious to watch after he forced his way out of Seattle to keep from doing that. Mm-hmm. It's a really good point. Let me ask you a question. And and I, I kept thinking this last night. Which team would you rather be right now, Minnesota or Denver? And I'm talking about for the rest of this year and, and moving forward. Minnesota. And I don't think it's all that close. No. I don't think it's all that close. No. No, I have, uh, you know, I have a quarterback that I can retain if I so choose. Mm-hmm. I have a big, uh, I have a big thing, I have a big decision to make on that. But I've got young pieces on this team that mm-hmm. that I like. And, and I just, I kept watching it, going, 
yeah, I know where this is going to go because this will be, you know, four in a row. And frankly, I picked Denver to win and cover. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't surprised by any of this. But you're playing a quarterback that's been here for two weeks without his number one weapon, with a backup running back, with a defense that's not very good. I've heard all these things about Brian Flores. If you watch the games, uh, there's nothing that makes me angrier than, and Chris Collinsworth absolutely loves doing this. You say things that are incredibly misleading about how good this defense has been and all these, and it hypes up a narrative. I don't know why you do that. Brian Flores has done a good job with the defense, making chicken salad out of chicken excrement, because there's just not, frankly, a lot of talent on that defense. Right. But I'm looking at everything from top to bottom. Minnesota's a better team than Denver is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that game was in Denver last night, or, or if, this, if that game was in Minnesota last night, I have a funny feeling they would have beaten you. Probably so. And, and for me, it's I'm just looking at Denver going, you're that purgatory team that I always talk about. Of You're the definition of that's the last thing I want to be. Because now you're winning games that are super misleading. And it's making you think that you're in a place that you're not, and you're going to be picking in a place that doesn't make sense. So you're going to miss out on all the elite talent to win a few games that make you feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. Yeah. And that's how you get into Pittsburgh Steeler football of we're nine and eight every single year. Yep. But think about it. That's where Sean Payton lived with the New Orleans Saints. You're not wrong. You're Forever. not wrong. Forever he lived right there. Sure, there were the 13-3 and three seasons, and they had some good runs, no doubt about it. But there were a lot of those. There were a lot of those 9-8 and eight just kind of limping into the playoffs kind of things. And look, I'm biased in this. I'd rather be 2-15 and 15 than 9-8. Than sure. And, sure. and that, look, I get where Denver Broncos fans are coming from right now. Now, if you're going well, out and saying so that— It was so bad that, that I understand being excited. What I don't understand is this, oh, we're going to make the playoffs. No, we, no. we figured it out when Russell's the guy— no, no, none of those things are true. No. Um, has the breaking news come out about Kareem Jackson just being kicked out of the NFL yet? Or no. are we, are we not doing that? He's right. He's gotta be. He just came off a suspension for target for, well, basically targeting lower in the head, launching into dudes and the first damn play of the game. He did it Yeah, again. They're reviewing it is, is that's the last that I heard. There's no doubt. There's no doubt where that's headed. They've got to suspend him for like a year. Just he plays very recklessly. Just set him on a shelf. Eventually he will learn. You're in the sportsocracy. CSP in Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 here on a uh, shortened week. Just a reminder. We will, uh, we'll not be with you. After tomorrow, so today, overreaction Monday goes right into a football Tuesday. Football Tuesday. He's just refusing to do it. Uh, <laughs> we want you to join us after the show today as well. Go down to the Asheville Mall, 4 to 6. We're going to be down there for the lighting of the Ingalls Giving Tree. It's always a fun time. Come on down, make a donation to Mana Food Bank, and support the needy in this giving season. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. 
Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. We are back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It's 92.9 FM, 880 AM. And 1400, the the Thanksgiving holiday has arrived. Big busy travel day of the season on uh, on Wednesday. Jeremy, you going anywhere for the Uh, holiday? No, Uh, we'll go to my parents. Not doing anything? Yeah, we're going to my parents. Oh well, yeah. Have a have a little little meal. That's gonna be fun. That's all right. Perfect. You and your you and your dad can just cry in the turkey about your jets and. Well, you know, I got to get copious amounts of domestic lights, and I got to get mentally prepared for uh, for for the Black Friday game. Oh, that's right, you got uh, Miami Dolphins on that'll Black be, Friday. That'll be that's, fun. I don't think you should do that. That's that's weird because because I pulled up a a Black Friday story here, um, possibly the most useless news story ever written in the history of time. And no one is shocked that it comes to us from NPR.org. Skip the shopping frenzy with these four Black Friday alternatives. Things that you can do on Black Friday other than participating in the evil capitalism that does exist. On, it, I, I can't I for the know. life of me figure out why anybody goes Black Friday shopping. <laughs> Like, you have Amazon on your computer, too, right? Right. It's not just me. I'm not the only one that can order anything I want that will be there within a day. And I really don't know that many people still do this. Um, Because I think I went out on Black Friday a year ago, maybe. It might have been last year I went out on Black Friday. And I was shocked. Like, I didn't go out for the morning rush. Remember how we used to, or not we, but, you know, People used to get together and they would they would camp outside these stores like 2 a.m. waiting for the store to open at 4 a.m. Standing in the freezing cold just so you could get that $35 VCR. I worked a couple of Black Fridays at Best Buy. It was hilarious. 
once those doors open and people are just shoving each other to get whatever it is that's on special. I think the internet has taken that away from us. And frankly, I'm all about it. I'm I'm all here for it. Uh, number one on the board, Jeremy, go for a hike. No. No? Are you sure? Are you sure? No. You would... <laughs> i will not be doing number two number two you can try buy nothing groups apparently these are just like just like groups that celebrate a buy nothing day and and they just go out to stores and they don't buy stuff they're just groups of people that hang out and sometimes they'll show up in zombie costumes Uh uh-huh or or they'll create conga lines of empty shopping carts. Oh, so wait a minute. NPR is now telling us that instead of going and shopping and participating in all of the madness, you want groups of people to get together and just have, what, furry parties in the middle of the mall? That, uh, the entire time you were telling that, <laughs> the only thing I could imagine is that would be like buying <clears throat> a per-hour hotel room to cuddle. That's the only thing that I could, that's what I was hearing. Uh, number three, you could do the responsible thing, and you could celebrate Native American Heritage Month. Or number four, just learn something new. Just go to a library, learn a book. <laughs> These are all things someone was paid to write an article about four things you could do instead of going Black Friday shopping, and it didn't go. Stay home, don't buy anything. Eat Stay leftovers. off the internet. Eat turkey. Eat leftovers and watch football. Boom. Article. NPR. That'll be $400, please. Boom sauce. Uh, Government. uh, This is government-funded media at its finest. Let's go. Let's see. Uh, Let me see if I can make a list of things that I would rather do than that. Uh, Hug a person I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Let somebody hit me in the the groinal region with a nine iron. (laughs) Uh, Get hit by a car. Um, Ouch. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's Jeremy a long list. Hates walking. Like I just refuse. I'm not gonna walk. No, I I don't want to do any of those things. You can't make me. That's right. Because if you walk, you have to wear foot prisons. Because right? I'm a I'm a dirty rotten capitalist. And I'll be shopping on Amazon that day. My story is uh, it's about a Taco Bell in San San Pedro, California. Uh, they had a Christmas party last year, and now they're being sued by a former cashier because of it her name is alana beecham and she said that the the christmas party at the taco bell got a got a little wild and she had to quit her job because of it said she showed up last year it was in the lobby of the taco bell and they had wrapped the windows in wrapping paper so nobody could see in that's bad sign number one Uh, apparently it was a potluck style event so everybody brought a dish and they and they and they consumed it. But that's not the part she was upset about. Uh she said that the the management of the Taco Bell was serving alcohol and some people got overserved to the point that she witnessed a a coworker uh cavorting with their spouse on a table at the Taco Bell. Oh, wow. In front of everyone. How how you get that drunk? Oh, you've obviously never been to a corporate Christmas party. Uh, no. Not like that. Yeah. I read this whole story and went, 
You know, I mean, the, that last line, I get it, okay? I once worked for a company that had to put it in the manual that we could not have alcohol at Christmas parties anymore, and I was no less than 60% of the reason why. <laughs> because Jeremy, oh, not shocked. Jeremy boozes pretty good. Not everybody boozes good. And we once had a party that didn't it didn't go so well. Kind of look, it had a Jonestown the morning after kind of feel to it. Uh, of, yeah, yeah. We had people sleeping on desks. Uh, it it was it was it's not where the boss has to come in and take the P card away, right? He's I was just... the boss. Yeah, I was the boss. <laughs> See, that's even worse. Yeah, I was the boss, and uh, that was a bill. That was a that was a significant bill. Mm-hmm. Can only imagine. Good night. You, there, there is a company that I worked for in this city that has some of the most legendary Christmas parties ever, uh, and the public is in no way allowed to know that, and I am not going to, to out that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers. Why? Why, oh, why do we continue to do this? Uh, the only thing I can figure is that Brandon Staley has pictures of a former Christmas party uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. And somebody was doing something just horrifically bad. I don't, you know, I've said this with Bill Belichick before of it's one thing to be a jerk when you win. Brandon Staley, did you see the press conference after the game where he looks at the reporter and goes, you can stop asking the question. I'm going to be calling the plays. Right. Are you though? I, I, I understand that that's how you feel. And I feel like I should be, you know, mayor of this fine town that does not make it so. Well, I mean, he is going to be calling the plays. As uh, long as he is the head coach of this team, he will be calling the defensive plays. He's not going to turn that over to somebody. There were times, and I watched way more of this game than I, uh, than I should have. There were times that I thought the Los Angeles Chargers could go get a fan out of the crowd and they would be more equipped to coach this team than Brandon Staley is. He is the most pitifully over his skis coach I've ever seen. All the years covering the NFL, all the years covering college football, I have never seen a guy that I went, you do not deserve to be here, and when you get fired, and you're going to get fired. I am shocked it hasn't happened today. I agree. I keep having to tell myself that it's only 1043 in, in California right now, so oh, yeah, that true. could be it. It could be. But he is absolutely pathetic. And it's not just him. It's the whole staff. Last, literally their entire offense yesterday was force-fated to Keenan Allen. And somehow Green Bay could not stop that for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. The touchdown Keenan Allen caught... I, and I can't. I don't remember now who was doing the game. They were talking about how it was such a dart throw. No, it was terrible defense because it went across three hands to get to him. Because every team now knows you don't trust Quentin Johnston. Bust. Woo, was I wrong about him? As I said, oh, you know the hands will get better. They've gotten worse. He absolutely cannot catch football at. All. Mm-hmm. And you took him over Zay Flowers 
And you took him over Jordan Addison. I think the only catch I saw him make yesterday, it was almost as if the ball was in him. Like Justin Herbert threw it inside of him, and he just kind of <laughs> consumed it. He had no other choice. Yeah, that's – And the defense is horrifically bad. Mm-hmm. You take another uh, another shot on the nose with Joey Bosa going down four plays into the game yesterday. That uh, – I hadn't heard the official word on that, but that's done for the year. It, it looked it like appeared it. appeared that way. Yeah. I mean, when – He a, was crying into a towel. Right. So. When a guy's covering his face crying into the towel, you know it's bad. So whatever it was, broken foot, whatever it ends up being, it's just – it's it's a completely another lost season of an all-star team that Tom Telesco put together here. And it's all come down to Brandon Staley being absolutely inept. Oh, it's pathetic. Yeah. It, it's absolutely – I mean, you let Jordan Love throw for 322 on you mm-hmm. yesterday. And I don't care what it takes. I Honestly – Make Kellen Moore the head coach of this team. Oh, he's the, every – Kellen from Moore – the last little bit of this season. Kellen Moore is every bit as on. stupid as Brandon Staley, if not worse. Really? Absolutely. The offensive game plan is damn near comical. They never run. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's just how many times can I let Justin Herbert come out here and uncork it to Stone Smart and Donald Parham? I, I mean, it – that's half of it the other half is can i physically force this ball to keenan allen any more times than i already have austin Eckler had 12 touches yesterday i believe that's right he averaged six and a half yards a carry i will never understand and you know i'm gonna go on a little tangent here apologies names on the door i will never understand why certain offensive coaches make this game so much more difficult than it actually is if you look at a box score after a game and you see that Austin Eckler had 10 carries, Joshua Kelly had six. Okay, that's okay. I mean, it's not great. I don't love that Joshua Kelly got that many touches. But then you look at one of them had 64 yards and one of them had 13. Maybe you should stop doing that. It's just a thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Austin Eckler... You I mean you don't have any receivers, so surely to God he got a ton of targets, or or he got three, or he got three, and you took him so far out of the game that when you finally did hand him one, he just fell down and fumbled on his own two, two sets of shoelaces. I have never seen a more inept coaching staff in all my life, and I'm a Jets fan. I lived through Rich Kotite, and even that wasn't this bad. You don't do anything well. You look completely lost the vast majority of the time. Adam Black asked in the YouTube comments, do you put Justin Herbert into that Trevor Lawrence tier? Yeah, I think they're the same guy. I really do. I think they're the same guy. I think you can put up stats, and fantasy football is going to make people think you are better than you are. Because Justin Herbert has regressed in several very noticeable ways. And I'm not sure that it's not all directly at the feet of Kellen Moore. His eye discipline is borderline pathetic. He stares receivers down to a Zach Wilson level bad. I watched this entire game and over and over again, I just kept going, but you've got, he's wide open. 
He's wide open, but you can't stop staring down Keenan Allen. You can't get off a progression. You can't get to two. You, you never get to three. And you're just missing all of these super easy, dinky, dunky throws because you want to just keep throwing it over the top. You said fire uh, Brandon Staley and, and promote Kellen yeah. Moore. It'd get worse. I honest to God think it would get worse. I think and you got to get rid of both of them. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, who's who's left? Who are you going to turn it over to? I don't care if they promote the janitor. I mean, I get it. I get it when a team is this bad and they're uh, this poorly led. I understand. Well, I mean, you're going absolutely nowhere. Uh, I, I, this season is lost. You're going, you're going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to win eight games. That's it. Best case scenario, you're winning eight <sighs> games with this team. I don't know how in the world you're getting to eight. You still got to play the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You got to play the Broncos twice and straight up. All the things I said about Denver, they're better than you. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are better than you. You still play the Bills and the Chiefs. I see a win left on this rod, uh, left Patriots. on this schedule. They'll beat New England because New England just can't flat out can't score. Mm-hmm. Well, then if that's the case, I mean, clearly, I was looking best possible scenario. You can find something at the end of the season, maybe win eight games. You'd have to beat but the Broncos trot twice and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I those are beatable don't. teams. Not by this team, they're not. You just lost to the Packers. Never know. You lost to the Green Bay Packers, whose leading rusher was Jaden Reed. Hey, any team that can that can be dangerous offensively, sure, you can you can win a lot of games in this league. Problem is, you lost that somewhere. You were that team last year, but for some reason, you've lost it. Well, I mean, remember this is the Colin bad. Cowherd theory of I could take over IBM and for 18 months, you're not going to notice it mm-hmm. or Apple or Microsoft or any big company. You will not notice it until the decisions that I make start manifesting themselves. And that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. This was a horrifically bad hire when you made it. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. And now the fact that you won't fire him, I, I can't even explain how you got to this point you have a roster this talented you have zero shot to make the playoffs mm-hmm. none yeah. and if i'm jim harbaugh or any of these other high ben johnson any of these other high-end coaches i have to be looking at this going why are you retaining this guy it doesn't make any sense to me unless there's some kind of money element here that i don't know about mm-hmm. and if that's the case and you're so cheap which you are notorious for do i want to tie myself to that are they just waiting for the end of the season? And my I don't understand why. why. Exactly. Why would you do that? Why would you wait till the end of the season? And that's why I said you can turn it over to Kellen Moore because you did bring him in here, right? You, you, he was from what, from my view, he was supposed to be the heir apparent here. Turn it over to him for seven yeah, games. You see said what that. Happens. You said that same thing about Eric Bannemi. I didn't see it there, and I don't see it here. You don't think Eric Bieniemy is getting that job? I don't know that he's getting that job. Really? I mean, and we can we're, we're going to talk about Washington in the next hour, right? I, I have a I have a definite take on Washington. Okay, and right. it's nobody in that building is getting that job under any circumstances. Really? All right, we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit when we come back from the break though it'll be time for 
Jeremy's favorite parlay of the night, Monday Night Football. He swears he's going to hit one of these, one of these days. I, I, I took, I took literally the safest of all possible parlays. Yep. If I don't hit this one, ah. You're in the sportsocracy. DSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. At Ingalls, we've got plenty to be thankful for, and it all starts with you. Thank you for continuing to trust us as your local grocer for the past 60 years. Thank you for your kindness in the aisles and your smiles at the register. Thank you for supporting our efforts to help our neighbors in need. Thank you for trusting us to feed your family with food from farms close to home. Thanks for everything, and happy Thanksgiving from our family to yours. Ingalls, your neighbor for over 60 years. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Over the last two weeks, I have given you eight, eight parlays, all of them five legs or more, and I've missed by one leg on six of them. So this week, yeah, I'm going to bring it down a notch. Only going six legs here. I gave you Chiefs minus the three in the first hour over the 45 and a half. Now, I'm just going for the simplest things I can possibly find. Travis Kelsey is going to score a touchdown tonight. Jalen Hurts is going to score a touchdown tonight. Those two parts are really easy. I'm going over 283 and a half passing yards for Pat Mahomes because that feels like a layup. That Philadelphia secondary is not as good as it's been in years past, and I think Kansas City is going to have to put up considerably more points than Vegas does to win tonight. And the last leg, over 57 and a half rushing yards for DeAndre Swift. People forget this is a revenge game for him. Kansas City was the team that was supposed to take him in the NFL draft when he came out of college, but they took Clyde Edwards-Alaire instead. If you put all those together, it will pay out at plus 3,100. You put five on it just like I am, and the payout on that is 160 U.S. doll hairs. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get 125% deposit match on your initial investment and up to 30 risk-free wagers so you can bet football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. We're back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, 
subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat each and every day. Today is an overreaction Monday, so get your overreactions in. Uh, your team, other teams, your your most hated team, whatever your overreaction is. Um, daily draft time. We always do this on a Monday, stock up, stock down from the weekend. Um, and I'm going to start here, and I'm going to go with stock down for Frank Reich. Look, I know he was 1-8 and eight coming into the week, and we didn't have high hopes for him in the first place, but y- – you know, I feel like everybody has their breaking point. And I don't see how there are any supporters left of Frank Reich. Well, I mean, yesterday was a travesty. Absolutely An terrible. absolute travesty. You have, you, you have taken the reins as the head play caller for this team. Do and- you know what receivers not named Adam Thielen had combined yesterday? Oh, I'm going to guess 37 yards. You're a little too low, oh, but not by much. 57. That eight catches for 49 yards. <laughs> and one of them had a 20-yard catch, didn't he? Uh, Steven Sullivan, Steven yes. Steven Sullivan. Yeah, that guy. Whoever that guy is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's – Look, whew. yesterday was god-awful, and, and you've, you, you were the play caller. Then you gave it up to Thomas Brown for three games, and then you take it back. And I get you were playing the Dallas Cowboys, but you can't go Mike Tomlin on this with me. You Oh, they'll make anybody look that way. You are awful. Awful. And there is little to no reason today why you should still have a job. Well, I was uh, I, I did the Adam Gold Show Friday with uh, our buddy Travis Hancock. from uh, He's the morning guy in Charlotte. Very, very smart man, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the Panthers. And... He basically said that David Tepper was felt like he had made a mistake with Frank Reich in August. Ugh. So the chances of him surviving this are next to zero. Yes. There's no chance. But what I came back with was, does this staff not feel like that Philadelphia Eagles dream team? It does. With Vince Young and Namdi Asamoah, and they were all names, but none of them were any good. Mm-hmm. Like I keep hearing about how good of a defensive coordinator Ajiro Averro is. I don't see it. it. It does not bear itself out on film. Well, I mean, and I understand you're missing your number one corner, and it, you can give me all of that. Yeah. There are times that it almost looks like he calls plays in a vacuum of, I don't really care what they're doing. I'm going to do this, and it'll just work. Mm-hmm. And it rarely does. Maybe that has something to do with the lack of uh, talent. And, and there's the definitely a lack of talent. I mean, you got four players, right? You, you look at this team and you go, what pieces should we save for the future? How many How many you get to? Like, no doubters. I got three. Derek Brown. Yeah. Brian Burns. Yeah. Frankie Louvu. Boom. Done. Like those are the, those are the three pieces I look like look at with that team right now and go you know what those are three pieces that I want forever as long as they are in, in the NFL I want those guys on my team the rest of you I, I I'm Houston Texany on you you know I don't think we can use Houston Texans no anymore. but the bad Houston Texans right it's just a mishmash of dudes and none of it really works. 
And it's not good. Well, I mean, I'm, there I'm is never... nothing about this offense that's the offense is awful. The defense is awful. I've only been okay with one time in the history of the league them firing a coach in a short amount of time, and that was Urban Meyer a couple of years ago. Well, you're, now, you're one game away the... from how far Urban Meyer made it. Exactly. This is that bad. He may not be making headlines and, and doing finger stuff with people he's not supposed to, but Frank Reich has been a disaster for this organization. This will go down as quite possibly the worst era. And, I mean, I think it's only a one-year era. But you gave up what's going to ultimately be the number one pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't see a path. I mean, who are you supposed to beat? Mm-hmm. And wait till you see the bounty that will be had for that pick. I mean, because, look, we may not buy Caleb Williams. There are a lot of people that do. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that do and a lot of fan bases that really want him in their in their market. I am just curious what's going through David Tepper's mind right now. Sitting in his office today, what what, what kind of gymnastics is he going through in his head? Because you know he wants to pull the ripcord on this. He's going to pull the ripcord on this. Sure. It may be on on Black Monday. He may Frank Reich may make it through the season. It it wouldn't shock me. Mhm. It would not shock me, but, and now here's the second part of this. Here's what would be going through my mind. Who am I going to get to take this job? You don't have a first round pick. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to be all in on Bryce Young. I mean, you got money, but who's going to take it? Who wants to play in that market tying themselves to Bryce Young? It's not a bad thought. I, I, and I don't have a name to give you. I wish I did. He would have to call Ben Johnson and, and play on the heartstrings of, hey, hometown team. Yeah, let's come back to the come back to North Carolina because nobody else is going to do it. Uh-huh. Now you could get lucky, and that could be what he wants to do. I struggle to believe that. Not when I have my choice of any job out there. This is not a good job. I don't want to come play. It, for it's David. not right. I, now. I don't want to come coach for David Tepper. He he to me he already has this black cloud hanging over him because everything he has touched so far has turned to poo. Two coach hires, GM hire, mm-hmm. all three awful, terrible. All why would awful. I want to? Why would I want to tie my career to that? I, and I don't have a good answer. I don't have a good answer to that. Maybe you can get Leslie Frazier to come coach oh, this team next week, next year. Oh, that's Him the, and that's Jim Caldwell. Yeah. Marvin Lewis. Let's go. Because you know that's where this goes, right? I feel like that's where this goes anyway. If they were to do something today, they hand this team over to Jim Caldwell. And I think you've got to be careful doing that. We saw last year with Steve Wilkes. The fan base is so fickle, he wins a couple games. That should be the guy. No, it shouldn't. Now, would that have been better than Frank Reich? I don't think it could have been any worse. <laughs> so, could have been. All right, Frank Reich, that's uh, stock down. I'm I'm going to do one. something in the stock down that I've never done before. Yep. I'm going to take an entire city. It's the city of Los Angeles. Shoe buddy. All of it? What a, what a rough weekend this was for you. Uh, USC gets just demolished in the Coliseum by UCLA. Mm-hmm. So that's bad for them. 
UCLA apparently is still going to fire Chip Kelly. They're just going to give him the final game because he beat USC. Really? How nice. I would love to hear who you think you're going to get to take that job. You're going into the Big Ten where you're at best the ninth best program, and you think you're going to do better than Chip Kelly. Okay. That's delusion at its finest. Brandon Staley has basically typhooned the L.A. Chargers. Oh, but you did get one win, and it was the Rams who shouldn't be attempting to win football games because you are awful. And you finally have a draft pick, and it would be nice if that came in the top ten mm-hmm. because, you know, epically good draft. be nice if we could get one of those franchise players. Uh, no, let's beat the Seahawks for a second time. That's fun. Yes. Sean McVay, he can't lose to the Seahawks, apparently. He's only lost to him like three times. Uh, yes, That's he weird. has beaten Pete Carroll more than any coach. Yeah. Just has his number. Some coaches just have other coaches' numbers. All right, stock down for the entire city of L.A. Whole city, all of them. Uh, and then you got some Inya music over there? Maybe a some little maybe a little Sarah McLaughlin? Music? I don't have any. You got something sad. I just need something yeah, sad. Yeah, I got something sad. Well, it's, it's actually perfectly timed because my second stock down is to my Florida State Seminoles. It's oh. over, folks. It's over. Uh, I will go ahead and tell you we'll be doing picks tomorrow. And, yeah, I will be taking the Florida Gators to beat Florida State. Because with Tate Rotemaker, I don't necessarily think that you're uh, – all that threatening. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's my question, and I'm I'm super curious to hear your take on this. Okay. Let's say just for, for, for giggles, Florida State beats Florida, and then they beat Louisville in the ACC championship game. Mm-hmm. They make it in the playoff? No. I think they have to. Why? Because the resume says that you should be here. You're an undefeated conference champion. Who are you going to put in over them? Uh, Michigan. Ohio State. Well, Michigan uh, Michigan would, in theory, Washington. one of them will be an undefeated conference champion. Washington. So you're telling me. Oregon. Well, the Pac-12 champion is going to get in. Georgia will get in if they win out. Yes. But you're telling me you're going to put in a one-loss Ohio State over an undefeated conference champion? Yes. I think you're out of your mind. I do. I think you're out. I've heard several people say this of where it sits, then you're throwing out the resume entirely. Mm-hmm. You're throwing out the resume entirely. You are. Now, as a Florida State fan, I do not want to see what would happen if you put them in the playoff and they come up against Georgia or Michigan or... And and that's and that's why. But, see, but you can't throw the resume out. Just because no, quarterback went down, no, that's a horrible slippery you can't slope. Throw, you can't throw the resume out. You look at the resume and then you go, ah, eye test, nope. Would you and not? Just, but, okay, so your eye test side. is going to be they beat their rival on their home field and they won the ACC championship game, and you're going to tell me that's not enough for an undefeated team? I I don't buy it. Yeah, I do not buy it. Depends on because how they that looks. check. They literally would check. It doesn't matter how it looks because you're throwing out everything you've said all this time that the end all be all is conference champion and undefeated and strength of the resume. We, you would literally have to throw every bit of that out. Yep. And we will. I, and, and, I don't agree And with we that. will, because we will not put another TCU out there. We will not do that again. T- well, uh, TCU won a game in the playoffs, so I sure. don't. 
Sure. I don't know that that's and the they, one I would be using. And they got embarrassed. That's that's the point. Well, though. if you want to go down that path, every Pac-12 team that's ever been in this has gotten embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, transitive property says that's not how this will go. Yeah. You could, I guess. It's a, I, I mean, it's a nice you're thought. Gonna have to get, I'll just go ahead and tell you, you're going to have to give me better than Ohio State who has a signature win. The rest of their schedule is absolute garbage. Yeah. Oh, we beat Penn State. Awesome. They can't score. Mm-hmm. Bully for you. You're going to have to give me better than that. Yeah. Where you could get That's me it. is Georgia loses to Alabama, and they say that team is just clearly one of the four best teams. Alabama has to be in because of the conference champion. Yeah. No, I think you end up with Ohio State and Michigan – in a close, as long as it's a close one and it doesn't end up being like a blowout like it was last year. Let me go ahead and tell you, it, it, and I mean this to they the fiber of one my spot. soul. Whoever loses Michigan, Ohio State, you have no path to getting in this. Really? None. There is, short of absolute chaos, mm-hmm. you have no path. We move you one spot just to keep Florida State out of this. Yeah, and that's because you don't have the marquee it, it would player. End very, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You, you, you did for thirteen weeks, and the resume is what you scream every single. Week. This is what I tried to tell you. Now I didn't expect Jordan Travis to get hurt, mm-hmm. but this is what I tried to tell you when you d- spoke out of both sides of your mouth. Well, what could happen? I don't give a damn about what could happen. I care about what's already happened. And I, I warned you. You painted yourself into this corner, and you've done it again. You've done it again with how you seeded all these teams. You pushed Michigan down, so now Georgia's in, no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. You beat Georgia Tech, you're getting in regardless. Alabama beats Georgia, now they have to get in. Ohio State or Michigan, whoever loses, they, I'm sure, are praying it's Michigan. No doubt. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with you. I've, I've heard that, and I don't, I don't see it. I don't see how you're going to look at, a, at one of these five power conferences. You have an undefeated champion, and we're going to leave them out. I, I don't buy it. Yep. I don't buy it, and I won't buy it until I see it. Yep. You're in the sportsocracy, CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Um, I'll give you my next pick before we go into the break, and we'll take a, uh, then we'll take a break after that because uh, my next stock down comes for the Washington Commanders. And this is just top to bottom. What is happening? What are you waiting on? Why are we doing that? Why are we still playing this game with Ron Rivera? I don't understand it. And yeah, I I I fully expected you, first you thing a, this morning you come in, you fire Ron Rivera, and you give this job to Eric Bieniemy. You let well. The problem is that the offense was awful too. Yeah, That's where I'm at. Been, but they haven't. Uh, been. They've turned the ball over a lot. Sam mm-hmm. Howell is on pace to be the most sacked quarterback in. A real, real, real long time. It's the only good thing about this team is your offense. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see this the same way. You've done some fine things for Sam Howe. Yesterday was disgraceful. The position you put that poor kid in it is, it was almost comical how. I mean, you turned the ball over six times. Mm-hmm. You're going to break, Sam. Now, and that, it's all Eric Bieniemy. You can tell but, me how many yards he's thrown for. Watch the damn game. That's all I can tell you. If you're not seeing what's happening with Washington and you think Eric Bieniemy's been a positive, I, I don't really know what to tell you. Really? This offense is not good. 
I mean, how many teams in the NFL have more turnovers than Washington? Uh, Zero. Mm -hmm. In a league with the Jets and the Patriots, he's getting killed. You're setting him back there in five-man protection, which you've been doing all year long. And I'm looking at the long term of what do you do now? Are you really going to try to sell me that Sam Howell is the franchise? And I'm talking to the fan base, not to us. We liked him coming in. Are you going to try to sell me that a fifth-round quarterback is your quarterback of the future when he just absolutely threw a game away? Because the average fan doesn't look at the protection and things like that. They look at Sam Howell made a terrible decision, mm-hmm. and that was the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see how you could hand it to the enemy. I really don't. I watch Commander's tape and Then you're just going to keep doing this with Ron and just let it nasty out for the end of the season and then I, I don't think after even, that? I, I don't think any of it matters. With an offensive line that bad and the way that this team has been constructed, there's nothing you're going to do. I mean, look at the schedule for the rest of the year. Well, yeah, you're not you're not salvaging anything for this year. You're not salvaging anything for the The, the next two the weeks next they play year. at the Cowboys and the Dolphins. What, you're building for next year, though. This year's over. Eric Bieniemy ain't building for anything. Really? He has less than zero shot of getting I have a better job shot of getting this job than he does. Because I don't see how you're going to sell it. We broke an NFL record for sacks because you still have to play the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Jets, the 49ers, and the Cowboys again. Mm-hmm. He'll get hit 60 more times no in the next six games. Yep. And you're going to give me the offensive coordinator that called it? Good luck with that. <laughs> with a new ownership group? <laughs> there ain't no way. They'll go as big game hunting as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Because I do think there is something to that rumor with Bill Belichick. I've thought there was something with that rumor with Lincoln Riley. Because that is what it strikes me with a new ownership group. That is exactly what you do. Re- the, 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 the first time head coach that was on your staff for this disappointing of a season, that ain't selling to anybody. If it was still Dan Snyder, okay, maybe you would have done that. Your first hire is going to be the OC on this staff? Stop. Okay. So what do you do? Just wait? You go wait till the end of the season? Uh, what does it matter? I mean, what the, the Chargers, it's one thing. You've got talent. You could get the ghost of Bill Walsh. It's not going to change the fact that you have five offensive linemen that couldn't block the two people in the studio right mm-hmm. now. So... I mean, if I'm the enemy, I don't want it. I don't want you to prop me up for that. You're setting me up for such unmitigated disaster. I mean, because how am I going to sell it if, if that is what you want to do? And the enemy's, let's just say you're right. I don't think you are, but let's say you are. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to trot him out there to get absolutely slaughtered four times. Broke him as a candidate. He goes two and four as the interim head coach. You're not giving him that job. I mean, I get wanting to fire Ron Rivera. I just don't know exactly who you think you're going to turn it over to. Because the more likely is you would turn it over to Jack Del Rio, and that might actually be worse. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, they're not going to do anything. Apparently, Washington just going to ride it out. See what we got at the end of the season. And, yeah, Magic Johnson seems to be getting really upset with this. Uh, Every week, he's got some some tweet about how upset he is with his team and yeah the changes are coming i just expected they'd be here by now you're in the sportsocracy and this is espn Asheville. 
At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, ain't God? That's right, and you want some family fun? You can come down and join Jeremy and myself and the rest of our friends here at iHeart Media Asheville. We are going to be down at the Asheville Mall from 4 to 6 this evening for the lighting of the Ingalls Giving Tree. Once again, Ingalls supporting Mana Food Bank in the effort to uh, feed the hungry around western North Carolina this holiday season. The Giving Tree is a long-standing tradition in this area, and uh, you can go by, check out the display at the Asheville Mall, drop off a donation. Remember that uh, you don't have to bring canned food to the mall if you don't want to. They take monetary donations, and did you know that Mana Food Bank, they can get three meals out of every dollar that you give them. So you give them 10 bucks, it's 30 meals. So on and so forth, the math continues to work. Four to six at the Asheville Mall Center Court for the lighting of the Ingalls Giving Tree. Join us down there this evening with uh, us, all of our good friends from iHeartMedia. Asheville, of course, Ingalls and Mana Food Bank. Now, continuing with the daily draft here, um, it was just a, it was a horrid weekend, so I'm going to continue with the stock downs and... I'm going to go entire ACC here. I know you already did Florida State. So, I mean, you can lump them into this, obviously, as well, because they're, to me, their college football playoff chance just dwindled greatly. And, well, I mean, Jordan Travis, that's just a it's a horrible way you want to see a kid end his collegiate career. And, uh, you know, he'll have, a, he'll have a career in the NFL. We'll get to see him play again. I don't know that I agree. You don't think so? You don't even think he's a backup for somebody? Well, I had a fifth-round grade on him in the first place. Well, there you go. And then you you have the broken leg. I I, I mean, I think he will be an undrafted free agent that probably hooks up on a roster. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's on a practice squad. Yep. Hey, it's you never unfortunate. Know. Hey, you never know. We've seen a lot of guys get snaps this year at quarterback that we never expected to. So it may not be the last time that we see Jordan Travis on a big stage. But you had, I mean, Florida State losing, and then obviously the North Carolina Tar Heels. I wanted to put them in here on the daily draft, but, I mean, how many damn weeks in a row can you put them on the list, right? Losing to Clemson over the weekend, and now you're now you're running into where the Tar Heels, who were 6-0 and ranked top 10 in the country, they could finish behind NC State. Yep. In the ACC next week. Yep. That is a brutal, brutal end to the season. Well, there's a great chance that they're going to be playing in the, the Who Cares Bowl. Oh, yeah. Motor City Bowl. Let's go. Fire it up. 
the ACC just as a whole. I mean, Florida State was your last chance. No doubt. And that went bye-bye with uh, Jordan Travis's horrific injury. Now you've got Florida State and Louisville for the ACC title game. And you have a chaos theory of what if Louisville wins and everything just goes to squat? I mean, Louisville wins. Congratulations, you're in the Sugar Bowl. That's the only love that the ACC gets. There's a path. There is a path. A path for what? There's a path that things could go really sideways. And, and, they could, and what, they, Louisville could get into the CFP? I don't think they can get in. They could get all the way to five. Hmm. And it wouldn't shock me in the least. It would need some chaos. I was going to say, that's some that's some disaster scenarios happening. Um, I imagine you would you would have, what, Oregon losing to Oregon State this weekend? To make I, don't even, ha- I don't make even think you happen. need all of those things to happen. Really? You need Alabama to get slaughtered by Georgia. You need Texas to lose in the Big 12 title game. Washington beats Oregon again. And Michigan just houses Ohio State. Wolves five hmm. with a win in the ACC title game. Okay. All right. I guess there is a path. I haven't thought about that. Uh, but, yeah, ACC, I mean, you're irrelevant now. You, secret time? always been relevant you've had one team every year for the last 25 years it was florida state for the longest time mm-hmm. it's been clemson. clemson for the last handful right and now it's florida state again everybody else in they have two ranked teams two in a conference with 16 teams you have two in the top 25 mm-hmm. which if you're curious uh the aac has one and one right outside the top 25 <laughs> so that that's where you fit into the Woo! the, the 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 greater landscape uh yours is, makes it really easy for me one loss cfp contenders stock tremendously up because florida state is now super vulnerable i said if they went out there's no way you leave them uh, that, that you leave them out now I, I don't agree with you that they're going to push them out no matter what happens i don't buy that at all this is still a national brand with a really good resume but if you're looking at alabama you're looking at texas this opened up the florida game with jordan travis there's no shot they lose to florida none they're not good enough and i didn't really think there was much of a shot they were going to lose to louisville in charlotte now they're both open Mm -hmm. and if they lose a game one of you's getting in whether it's the loser of michigan ohio state whether it's alabama whether it's texas one of you will get in if florida state loses a game yep so they were a Tremendous stock up for me. And then, you know, I feel like I got to say this. Uh, the Cleveland Browns stock up. We talked about them in the first you. hour. Uh, DTR showed he can do just enough. He can do enough to keep winning you games. I said this when Deshaun Watson went down. You've had one really good game of him. This is not as big a loss as you're thinking it is. I know he makes a lot of money. I know he's a big name. On field? not taking much of a step back here and i'm looking at cleveland going i think your floor is 12 and 5 there are a lot of winnable games left on that schedule the problem is i i mean i mean not that it's a problem it's just you wouldn't expect it right you wouldn't expect dorian thompson robinson to be able to continue this a third of the league is playing backup quarterbacks at this point yeah it's it's insane it's been brutal absolutely brutal I'll go a stock up as well, and I will take 
the Baltimore Ravens in that same division because, yeah, okay, you've opened up my eyes to the possibility that the Cleveland Browns may not lose another game this season because their schedule is that manageable. The The problem that I have with that is relying on Dorian Thompson-Robinson to win games. I don't doubt the defense, but I do doubt when you cannot score on offense. They can still score. They can real, They can still run the ball. Great. We've seen this time after time from the Cleveland Browns. But to me, I, I did come away from yesterday kind of feeling like, well, you know, this, this is Baltimore's to lose. Steve, I didn't see that the Steve, same way. Stephen Tao corrected me. Uh, in I keep our, looking at their schedule going, oh, that gives me the angina. Because if something were to happen to Lamar Jackson. Ooh. Sure. I mean, that's always a concern, but it is with everybody, right? Something should happen to Joe Burrow. Guess what? Season's over. Well, except for the Cleveland Browns. There's nobody outside of Miles Garrett. Uh, the rest of it, that cog just keeps on spinning. <laughs> it does. PJ Walker, doesn't matter. The DTR, doesn't matter. It's, it does. But uh, yeah, the other. We ball- play gross football. Nobody. This is not a beauty pageant. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens are the best team in that division. And I don't feel like it's even that close, really. Oh, Brian Hall corrected me that there's three teams in the uh, coaches poll. I don't acknowledge the coaches poll because they're all oh. lunatics. NC State made the coaches poll. You ever really want to understand how bad the the outside of the top 15 is? NC State can't score. <laughs> like, I'm talking New York Jets level cannot score. They're in the top 25. This is going to be a fun bowl game. Yeah. It's a fun set of bowl games where I go, Awesome CFP and ignore the rest. Watch the Fiesta Bowl. All right, my final uh-huh. selection for the week. Um, stock up. Jets plus seven. Let's go. The legend. I, lives. I feel like that should be stock. No, down. the legend of Jets plus seven lives. Patrick Holt said NC State put up thirty-five. Do you know who you were playing? Because I do. Uh, yeah, Jets plus seven. That's it, it has to go on a T-shirt. Yes. It, it has to. Yes. With a big red line through it. Stop picking the Jets. <laughs> they are awful. They are awful. All right, your final selection. Hmm. I, you know what? I'm going Bronco fans. You're just oh, setting yeah. yourself up for such disaster. And it's. None of the ones that watch this show. I've heard none of this from any of the guys that watch this show. But, man, I got on Twitter earlier, and there was so much, let's ride to the playoffs. You still have a <laughs> bad quarterback. Bad. Ah, uh, but we're 5-5. Five and five. Four, So are the Indianapolis Colts. Four wins Mitchell. in a row. That's one, that is one game ahead of the New York Jets who I'm pretty sure would struggle to score 20 points on iHeart Asheville. So, there's that. Uh, Undrafted free agent, I will go... I'll go stock down Steelers. Yeah, That offense is putrid. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good. Uh, All except for Jalen Warren, right? Yeah, yeah, he probably should be. He he gets to go to the pizza party while all the rest of his friends have to write sentences. Pickens, are you gonna throw Pickens in there? Too? Nope, nope, nope. He, he needs Just a quarterback. Jalen Warren needs a quarterback to be a table. 
hold this ball and let me take it before I go that way real fast. <laughs> yeah, because the table would do that better than Kenny Pickett did yesterday. I think he did that twice. Um, uh, all right, my UDFA, stock up for Tommy DeVito. Lives at home with his mom. He just, he's living that good life. He's out here just throwing three tutties in an NFL game. Good hey, for him. For all you guys that are out there living in your mom's basement, getting her to make you uh, hot pockets, gives you hope. One day, girl might let you see her naked. It's not likely, but you know, if you play against the Washington Commanders, anything is possible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a problem in that in that realm. I can't say his I, I can't say his name without making fun of it. So good for Tommy DeVito though. Big week for the New York Giants. I think he is uh Marissa Tomei's character's uh brother. Yes. Yes. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. At Ingalls, we've got plenty to be thankful for, and it all starts with you. Thank you for continuing to trust us as your local grocer for the past 60 years. Thank you for your kindness in the aisles and your smiles at the register. Thank you for supporting our efforts to help our neighbors in need. Thank you for trusting us to feed your family with food from farms close to home. Thanks for everything, and happy Thanksgiving from our family to yours. Ingalls, your neighbor for over 60 years. Back of the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. It's time for the most important message of the day, Jeremy Green. Don't do crimes! Don't do crimes. And uh you have anything great in the crimes category for us today? Uh, Well, mine is not. It's not technically a crime per se okay i think it should be a crime uh there's a a woman her name's taylor a murphy she's a 33 year old nyu grad and she's you know putting her her degree to good use because she has developed a company and she's she's charging people for uh her service and what is that service you might add she'll name your kid for fifteen hundred dollars what Hey, uh, George, give me money. Yep. Uh, uh, look, I just did your job. Hundred bucks for ten grand. She will tie your baby's name into your brand. Mm. I don't even know what that means. Mm-mm. 
So does that mean if I had another kid, its, it's name would be Don't Do Crimes? <laughs> Don't Do Crimes Green. We'll tie your Falafel shenanigans green. Into your brand. I hate people so much. What I the really hell do. does I hate, that mean? They're... All right, I have to tell a little aside here. Is he so, going to set up a Facebook page for your kid or something? I don't get it. So we were we were at a wedding over the weekend. That was the reason we didn't have a fantasy show. I was out in the middle of nowhere uh, in Hot Springs, which was lovely. You know, a little, little, little tub, a little wedding for our uh, friends Joe and Kayla. And um, there was a coffee shop underneath the, the, uh, the inn, I guess. It wasn't a bed and breakfast because they didn't give you breakfast. But it was kind of like that. A walls real thin, mm-hmm. so night night time. Just can't even. Literally, I could hear people talking in the room across from us. There was a coffee shop underneath there. And when we were on our way back yesterday morning, we stopped in to get a bagel and a, and a cup of coffee. Have you ever walked in a room and just going, "I don't belong here at all"? That was me yesterday. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the two baristas at this place were named Moonbeam and Strawberry. Mm-hmm. And I just looked around and went, yeah, I need to get out of here right now. <laughs> I need to get out of here immediately. And they handed me what was a very delicious bagel, and I ran. Just couldn't take it. Everybody in that building, I guarantee you they'd go, oh, they'll name your kid for $1,500. We don't have to think about it. Yeah, totally. Totally. Kevin George, insert last name here. Pay me fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, let's go to Waverly, Ohio, for my story. Where um, weird, uh, eleven o'clock in the morning, everybody's shopping in the Waverly Walmart. Got a shock when they heard a gunshot go off in the middle of the store. It's never a good thing. Probably uh, more concerning, though, when they, if they ever, uh, heard who did the shooting. It was a two-year-old boy. Two-year-old boy got into his mom's purse and took her Taurus 9mm out of the purse. Where mom was, I don't know. What mom was doing, not sure. This kid takes the 9mm out of the purse, pulls the trigger, fires one through the ceiling, he caught the magazine against his forehead, so he had a little bit of a, a boo-boo because of it. Uh, thankfully, the mother now facing child endangerment charges. That is just a nightmarish scenario to me, to think that at any moment you could just be walking in a Walmart and then maybe, maybe get shot by a, a toddler. Frightening freaking world we live in. If you have guns, have your guns. By all means, carry them safely. Please, dear God, make sure that they don't get in the hands of toddlers. I've always said we should, th- th- there should be an IQ test that you have to pass before you're allowed uh, to, vote. to vote, before you're allowed to purchase a, a firearm, procreate, uh, all of the things. you, you got to be above a certain level of intelligence. Should be. It should be a law. Should be a law. Uh, DNA Tooth Podcast wants to know, Jeremy, are we are we doing draft stuff yet? Uh, yes. Since I will he's have, been gone for a while. I will have a team-by-team two-round mock draft. Might go three. Just depends on uh, how interesting this game is tonight. Mm-hmm. 
It's a real good draft. But those will be coming out over the uh, Thanksgiving lull. I lull. like draft stuff. Oh, you said lull. Lull. We're not going to be here for five days, so yes, yes, got to keep uh, you got to keep the old capitalistic machine working. Indeed. So, which everybody be sure to tune in tomorrow for a special Football Tuesday. Uh, we will be picking all the games. I'll have bangers. This is going to be the most interesting set of bangers I've ever had because I'm having picked them four days early. <laughs> so, you just just stick with the Thursday games. Oh wait, you're doing college. Never mind. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's only one of those. Uh, Kelvin Joyner asked if we touched on Raiders-Dolphins yet. And, and I feel like we should touch on that because it's time for you to admit that you're wrong about the Raiders. What? Uh, the Raiders are a borderline playoff team. And I won't be shocked if they make the playoffs. Are they, though? I mean, yeah, record-wise. What are they, 5-6? Five and, six? Five uh, and six? I believe okay. so, yes. Yeah, they, I mean, you're within seven of the Dolphins yesterday. It's not bad. Had a shot to beat them too. Aiden O'Connell covered the spread for me. I appreciate that. Got me a win in uh, in the in the old pick'em contest. So yeah, thirteen and a half. I don't know why I took my. I looked at several of my picks and went, "Why did I do that?" <laughs> I'm not not real sure. Not I thought for certain that Las Vegas plus thirteen and a half was going to be a all you, but. Well, my my thought was that they had a slew of backups playing in the secondary, and Tyreek Hill would eviscerate them. And I wasn't wrong. You weren't wrong. He did. They couldn't get in the end zone. Well, yeah, and the Dolphins did everything that they possibly could to keep the Raiders in that game. Mm -hmm. And that's that's part of it, right? I, I mean, sure, you great. You played within a score of the Miami Dolphins. But if the Dolphins didn't turn the ball over eight times, then you probably would have gotten smoked. And there would be none of this talk today. It would be, oh, yeah, so the Dolphins won 40-13 to 13 over the Raiders moving on to the next. I mean, I, I, I don't like them. No. They're not a good team. I'm still I maintain that. I disagree with you on that. How? I'm still uh, trying to game. figure out. Watch oh, I do. Games. I do. I watch the games. Yeah, and three in a row that I'm telling you, if you walked away from that and went, that team's not good, I'm not 100% sure what you're looking at. Because <laughs> basically okay. they've done the exact same thing that you have uh, commended Washington for, mm -hmm. which is turn to all the young guys, and the young guys are pretty good. Michael Mayer, dog. Yep. How he lasted that long, I will never know. Yep. He's very good. Now, you have a rather daunting rest of your schedule mm -hmm. you're gonna have to probably beat the chiefs once to make the playoffs but they're going to be in it for way longer than you want them to be yep okay las vegas raiders five and six on the season and third place in their division for now <laughs> denver fans really really leaning on that second place start right now tonight monday night football huge game coming up tonight philadelphia eagles kansas city chiefs i mean it's a preview of the super bowl right i don't think so no really no really you're that heavy on the baltimore ravens now uh it's not even that i, I just look at at kansas city this is a this is a big benchmark game to make uh i i and don't quote me on this stat, but I'm 95% sure that I've got this right. Andy Reid is 21-3 and three straight up after a bye. 
Against the spread, he's like 19 and 5. That's insane. So, and I, I think you've got a big advantage tonight, coaching wise. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a Nick Sirianni guy. I never have right. been. Right. Uh, he, Nick Sirianni, to me, looks like he would be best friends with Tommy DeVito. Like that's just those two fit together to me for some reason. <laughs> just, just two nondescript. Yeah, just hanging out in average American males. Just I'd... hanging out in Miss DeVito's basement, waiting on uh, a, a, another run of <laughs> pizza rolls. <laughs> That feels anti-Italian for some reason, and I, I don't know. Not at all. Sure, I like it. Not sure. Not at all. (laughs) It's it's part of what comprises me. So, could be, uh, could be a great game tonight. How do you? I mean, how do you see this unfolding? Uh, I, I think there will be more points. I'm not as dead sold on Kansas City's defense as everybody else seems to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I mean, I think that Chris Jones will. I, I think they will be able to take away one of the receivers and the other one is going to eat them absolutely alive. I just don't know which one that is. Yeah. I don't know who they put Trent McDuffie on. I have to imagine it would be A.J. Brown. And that makes me think that Devontae Smith is probably the right call uh, if you're playing in the showdowns as your captain. But I think there's going to be a lot of points. And, and I, I said it when I picked the game earlier. I oh, If I get two teams that are similar, similarly placed in their conferences mm-hmm. – AFC, NFC, I'll take the AFC team every single time. Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Somebody had asked earlier in the YouTube comments about Isaiah Pacheco tonight. Uh, I'm I'm not wild about that. I really don't know what I'm. What I I want all of the passing elements, rushing defense. I want all of the passing elements for both of these teams. Yes. So I I think Rishi Rice probably has a pretty good night tonight. Uh, Travis Kelsey, if he doesn't score a touchdown, it'll be because he didn't want to. Oh, he went. And obviously, I'm being hyperbolic, but but uh, Cal- Calvin Beermaster Rogers asked if uh, Nick Bolton's playing tonight. I don't believe so. I haven't seen an update on that, but I think they put him on IR, and this would only be week three. Uh nothing on the injury sheet here. I think he's on short term IR, so maybe, maybe so. Uh, it it should be or could very well be the game of the year in the NFL. And will it really tell us anything about these two teams? Oh, I I believe so. Philadelphia needs to win one of these games against a high-end AFC team. Because, I mean, you said it's a Super Bowl preview. Okay, if that's the case, I'm still looking at Philadelphia going, awesome, you'll get the Super Bowl for a second year in a row and you will get beat. Mm-hmm. I'm curious who looks better out of the bye. And on one side, I get Andy Reid, and on the other side, I get Nick Sirianni. So I don't think that's that hard to figure out. Yep. Now, could Philadelphia surprise me? Absolutely. I think this will be a fantastic game, and it'll be the best Monday night game we've had since Chiefs-Rams a handful of years ago. Yep. Uh, I wish we. I wish more often the best game of the week was on Monday night football. It kind of feels like that's the way it should be. It we, never goes that way, but right. it feels like it should go that we way. We should flex the best game of the week every week to Monday night. Yeah, anytime if it if it includes the Chicago Bears or the New York Jets, we're good. All right, just you put that one at four twenty five on Sunday when we're footballed out, so yep. we can easily just turn the channel. Yep. Uh, I, I the gauntlet 
for Philadelphia began last week with the Dallas Cowboys. It continues here with the Chiefs. Bills, 49ers, Cowboys. We'll, we'll see. They'll even throw the Seahawks in there on the tail end of that. Uh, I mean, because you got to go to Seattle for that. I would say it's they be lose. A rough stretch. I, I would say the, the Eagles are going to lose two of the next four and then win out. Mm-hmm. So that'd put them, what, 14 to three? Yep. One seed in the, in the NFC. Yep. And somebody has to go into Philadelphia and beat them. And I'm not sure there's a team in the NFC that can do that. Still sitting in the catbird seat. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, each perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three, it's 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics have teamed up under new ownership by an Asheville native to better serve our community with the finest custom apparel and unique branded items at the best price. Showtime Sports and Mountain Graphics can customize whatever you, your team, business, or local group may need through high-quality screen printing, embroidery, and laser engraving right here in Asheville. Free personal delivery within Buncombe County and a reduced delivery fee anywhere in Western North Carolina. Visit ShowtimeSportsAVL.com and MountainGraphicsAVL.com. Your one-stop custom apparel shops running a small business is no small task at home trust bank we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring your dreams are our business and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate at home trust bank we take your small business banking personally visit your local home trust branch or anytime at htb.com Member FDIC. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. One more to go in week 11 in the NFL. And then tomorrow, we set the table for you for week 12. Because uh, I'm, uh, I'm personally planning on taking five days where I don't leave my house but one time. And that's to Got go to new... Thanksgiving dinner and just wallow in your slovenly lummoxness. Oh yeah, because uh, I'm uh, I'm totally off the keto train. Have been for a <laughs> slew of days. I feel like death. Uh, yep, yep. That's, that's yeah, one of the how things. Goes. One of the things they don't tell you about keto is that you feel like a million dollars until you eat even but one complex carbohydrate, mm-hmm. and then you feel like a dead body for about three days. Yes. So I stacked eleven of those days together. So I get all the leftovers from my, uh, they raid the bird and give us everything. Like, nice. there you go. Eat like crap for four days. <laughs> and I'm gonna. And he's gonna. He's absolutely gonna. We will have a football Tuesday for you tomorrow here in the sportsocracy. Four to six. Uh, we got an hour. We're going to be heading over to the Asheville Mall Center Court. The lighting of the Ingalls Giving Tree. Ingalls always teaming up with Mana Food Bank to make sure that uh, local families who need it have food on the table. Mana Food Bank, their big push of the year. Um, come on down to the uh, Asheville Mall. Bring us a donation. You don't have to bring food. You can bring cash. They can do more with the cash than they can with the food. So uh, I, uh, I'm really glad you told me this was at the Asheville Mall because I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not saying nobody told me. I just yeah. didn't. 
I actively know that. Just didn't actively remember that. Uh, yeah, we'll be out there from 4 to 6 this evening. Come on by. If you're in the neighborhood, stop on by and uh, make a donation to Mana. Support them this giving season. It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. The, uh, hey, the, the merch store. It's all getting merged together, so we only yes. have one merch store now? Yes, uh, and it will be. it should be live tomorrow. We ran into a little uh, predicament of uh, there was an extra step that I didn't know about, but there will be a Black Friday Black Friday promotion uh, that runs all weekend this weekend. Excellent. I'm hoping I will know what that is tomorrow. <laughs> yes. I don't have any control over it. It just said, "Hey, you're going to have a Black Friday promotion." Sweet. When we have the details, we will bring them to you. We will join you uh, back here on ESPN Asheville tomorrow at noon for a football Tuesday. Yeah, still wasn't good enough.